0: What's up, everyone? Zeb Elon Kroll. Yes, sir. Thanks for coming on the show.
1: Absolutely, man. It's, it's good to be here. So to yeah, this is nice. This is, so this is a vibe. This is a vibe. Yeah.
0: It's also the vibe with. I'm so grateful. Evan Bliss
2: was just like. If uh, I could bring yeah. yeah, he's, he's, so uh, he's
1: a special. He's a good person. A good people. Oh, <laughs> He people. is he is good people. Yes. And a good person.
0: Yes. Yeah. And we have the optimal, I would say, first Los Angeles up-and-coming artist on the show's. Oh, is that me? That's you. Oh, really? Because Evan wow. was Evan was our first show. Okay. And he was we did a lot of and then also we have a little bit of some cool software to be able to kind of demo and show you some of uh, his more uh, nuanced technicalities to the actual production of right. the stuff. Right. So we'll be showing you that as well, pumped. Zeb, we love to start things off with journeys. Walk. <laughs> yes. Well, okay. I know, yeah, I know yeah, this is, yeah. a, this, this no, no, is an intense yeah, one I'm, for my brother Zeb. I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I'm ready for it. Um, yeah, so there's there's get pumped. Okay, journey stuff. <clears throat> uh We had a little uh, birth to eighteen. We had in Steamboat, Colorado.
1: Right. So well, yeah. so I was actually born in. If you can imagine a place called Boone, that's exactly what it is. Like if you, it's so. Actually, finally, that's actually a good place to start. I actually, um, I was just in Colorado for my grandmother's um memorial service, and it was the night before the thing and me and my cousin uh are like pretty emotional dudes and like it and, and she was a really big deal she was like a matriarch of the family she kind of like held everything together um and we were drinking you know like we were like oh dude not looking forward to tomorrow kind of in a way you know because it's it's it was, we we're preparing for like the sadness of it all um and he was like we just got to keep going like stay with like come to my house let's do pool or whatever like i just got to stay up i don't want to be alone and i was like dude i really should get to bed like you know, I'm playing a song at the memorial service. I kinda had to be on point for the PA and stuff to help out. And um, he's like, I'll make you a deal. I'll take you to the house you were born in if you stay up with me. Oh. So he, and he see, and he's really good on that kind of stuff. So he drove me all the way to like, and I've been putting that off for years. Like I just kinda, cause I knew it, you know, like I was, so I was actually born in this house. And um, you know, at the time, like some of the exterior walls weren't even finished and stuff. Like super, super ratchet, like just super ghetto. Um, so I'd been putting it off, but I kind of knew I should go like revisit that space. But I was only there for, I don't know, three months probably before we moved to Steamboat. But so technically born in Boone, which again, looks exactly how it sounds. And then Steamboat (laughs) Springs was, you know, where I kind of cut my teeth and stuff. So
0: walk us through the journey of growing up and then how you even got interested in the North Star of music production.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, um, there was always a guitar around the house. So I started playing guitar when I was about six. So I kind of always knew I wanted to do music. Um, but yeah, the, my up, you know, my home life and like how I was raised was like really tricky because we were super poor and steamboats like this super affluent community, right? It's a ski resort, you know, in the Rocky mountains, beautiful, like paradise basically. Um, but you know, I was, raised in a trailer park and you know our trailer court just happened to be like kind of the the rough you know like the weirdest one where like the you know everyone seemed to be alcoholics there's like a lot of um you know domestic abuse and it's just it's like super super weird um but yeah it was it was tricky like trying to get through that and navigate it um was hard and like it really you know I, i struggled with depression and and it was just it was really ugly situation and like i was telling you that story about like my first car for instance so i'm working it's at, good story. <laughs> so i'm working at this restaurant and i always worked really hard you know i always had like a work ethic and I, I had a lot of like pride in wanting to you know um kind of prove myself like i'm not my circumstances i'm better than that or something um anyway so my boss is like dude you're the best like you're the coolest you always kick ass um i will you know, like, I heard you've been having trouble, like, getting to band practice and stuff. And I was like, yeah, it's been tough, like, you know. And he was like, well, listen, I have a car that's in my field, you know, like, he's like, he lived on a ranch or whatever. And he's like, if you can get this car to start, it's yours. And so I got out there and, like, sure as shit, we like, figured out how to get it going. And um, it was a 1984 Caprice Classic, like, body by Fisher, like, mobbing, old school kind of thing and of course i could put like this great stereo system in it and i like spray painted brown betty on the hood and like named it and like kind of made a joke out of the fact that it was like a piece of shit and like i was going to school with kids that literally had one of these kids at our school had five different cars like incl you know including like a cherry out old you know chevy and then he had like a defender 90 you know he had like you know he had an audi the whole thing and which is fine you know like um
0: stark wealth inequality
1: (laughs) it it, it was just and i think it's just tricky for like as a kid like is it you know because everything's the end of the world when you're a kid you know and it really hurts your feelings when you're like driving you know like i'm literally driving out of this trailer park in this shitty car like to this you know this symbol of like affluence which is this beautiful ski mountain every morning like and that's how i start my day just being like (laughs) Like, this is embarrassing like i'm going closer and closer like further and further away like into this you know um community i kind of had nothing to do with like i was like this third class citizen there you know and like we weren't all in it together you know like um i got along with everyone pretty well but it was hard you know it was hard to just like get invited to a party and show up and be like and then go back home to this and be like fuck man this is rough like this is uh Yeah, it was like, you know, it it messes with your ego a lot. It messes with, like, you know, and and what is it all about? And, like, yeah. anyway, so tricky there. um, And definitely started getting into, like, you know, really lashing out, like, super bad behavior. Again, I was saying I'd struggle with depression and stuff. um, And it manifests in a lot of bad ways, you know, definitely abusing alcohol. I was, you know, selling drugs, you know, mostly uh, cannabis or whatever, Um, some other stuff there you know breaking and entering like it was it was i definitely got to a very dark spot and thankfully music really like pulled me out of it and that that was the hugest piece like i finally you know i was in this band um that we kind of formed in middle school and i and i and i knew i really wanted to do music but i think there was always this attitude too of like i want to figure out how to make money and i think that's where a lot of the bad behavior came from it was like okay if maybe if i can sell enough drugs then I can get a new car or like, or I can get the music gear I want or, you know. And, and I always did, again, I always had that like hustle mentality and I worked a lot of straight jobs too and I made pretty decent money doing that. But I was always, you know, I, I think the volume was turned down so much from just seeing some of the stuff I saw at the trailer park with, you know, literally just like people getting knocked around in like broad daylight and stuff. Um, that And I felt so like uncomfortable a lot that like moving into doing those really bad behaviors wasn't that big of a leap. You know, it was, almost, it was like a comfortable thing almost because I was already so uncomfortable anyway. Um, so when it came to like, oh, I could use that to my advantage, like I'm not afraid of any of this, yeah. and maybe I can get some money out of it, and then maybe I can like close that gap, that discrepancy between, you know, these um, people that, you know, the haves and the me yeah. being like yeah. the have not. Like, look, maybe I can be more on their level if I can, mm-hmm. s- you know, figure out some scheme. But one of, anyway.
0: One of my favorite aspects to all of the guests that we've interviewed is there's a pattern there's an archetype of of trauma to treasure in essence and it's (coughs) we talk about this in high level perception chapter 2c theory a lot that the more that at times that these roots reach down to hell like Carl Jung said that the more that the fruits can reach up to the heavens and so you have this very interesting bifurcation that occurred in your life as so many people have where there was this moment where you could potentially see yourself in your possibility space have ended up more in the lines of being involved with things that are less uh, fruitful for yourself your family your community the world at large but you had this star of, of music production which kind of you know kind of you gravitate towards that and you like that that lights the fire under your butt more and then so how how did you end up figuring out that it was you know you said you had the guitar at home yeah so there was kind of this constant music vibe in a sense is that kind of what yeah
1: like well and again I, i feel like honestly i've always i always knew i wanted to do music and i think that was another thing of like okay maybe this is a scheme where I can like out of middle school and I was starting to get into high school, but I came out of middle school with some really intense experiences. Like we were talking about like these, these situations where life gets super real. And like I use the word like hot or hot. like it feels like really crazy and you're like, oh my God. Especially when you're getting in trouble, right? So yep. I think I had enough of those experiences, especially um broke into this house, we were stealing guns and I had a gun in my hand and I'm standing in someone else's house and it was crazy like it just I was like how is this my life how how is this even like what is this like why is this my life you know it felt like a movie or something and we're leaving and I hear a noise and I'm like and then all of a sudden I'm I'm like it's almost like an automatic out of body experience where I'm like watching myself pull this gun and you know potentially could have like super hurt myself hurt someone else like there was nothing good about it and I think um I think that was one of those moments where I was like holy like that feels terrible like I never like that's so and and it was really helpful because it was like okay anytime there's any inkling of that feeling it's like run the other direction like and it kind of and it was like and it was a kind of a reset like I kind of feel like there's a new part of me that like came online because of that like really intense feeling. You know, and like we were saying earlier, like it almost felt like I was on drugs. Like I've yeah. never smoked crack, but it felt like I'm like imagining Hot. that's what it. Oh my god! Hot. Like yes. just bzz, like and just like yeah. everything sounds weird or feels weird. Like, whew and like just adrenaline, like pure adrenaline, like just way too like OD on adrenaline, right? Um, A very
0: clear bifurcation in that scenario where you can literally see the path to hell and the path to heaven to suffering into well-being also well that's a really
1: interesting way to put it. I never even thought of it that way but I think you're right it's almost like maybe that sensation is almost like what it feels like to peer down those things like and and really be like okay what is it what is it gonna be like you have to decide right now yeah, you know like yeah. and it's like this split moment thing yeah, yeah. luckily nothing happened and, and it's crazy to me like I've never been arrested I've never Like nothing has ever really gone wrong. Like no one died and you know, no, no one ever really got hurt around me. Like there's never been something really, really terrible, which like so lucky. I feel like considering all the crazy shit I've done. So anyway, so I got out of that and I think that was, yeah, this was, that was like a big moment of like, okay, let's do, let's do this music thing. Let's like focus on these positive things in my life and, you know, and make this happen. Like get out of here. Cause it's, it was like a nightmare kind of lifestyle like always nervous like there was just like a block of ice in my stomach like hated going home hated going to school always you know just uncomfortable and sad and scared and angry it was like Oof. Yeah. so it was like okay how do I get out of this and then every time I would get sucked into music it took me in this like I was you know it was kind of an escape it literally you know I was like reaching into this this you know wherever all the songs are yeah. I was like reaching into that place yeah, and yeah. grabbing songs and like being there was so much better than being where it was. And so I just kept focusing on that and pushed really hard, ended up getting into Berkeley. And then that was kind of the big relief is like getting to Boston.
0: Let's yes. Okay. So let's, let's, uh, let's unpack. So we have, we have, you also were talking about this before we started. I, I love this a lot. It's this sort of, the story isn't told so often about someone that really has is immersed in a shitty, like a hard really hard upbringing of lots of suffering and that is able to do that imaginative envisioning of a north star that can that can basically suck them draw them out light the fire under their butt to get them out of the suffering scenario and that then they can in a sense achieve these higher level fruits that they can use for themselves their family their community to kind of uplift more and more people be an example i love that and then for you that ended up being the berkeley college of music in boston kind of as your next music production step
1: yeah and i think and i was finally out right like i finally like made it out i figured out a way to get out of there and and it was for a good reason and it felt like it made sense it wasn't just you know whatever Like it wasn't, it wasn't like a shift to the side. It was like literally an upgrade, but yeah, I think, I think um, just to speak on what you're just uh, talking about, I think, yeah, that one, I think a lot of credit needs to be given to people that can do, like can just get out of the situation they're in because it does, it takes, it takes being a visionary. I mean, I think you have to be able to imagine whatever the goal you have, if you can visualize it, like if you can make it happen in your mind then you can make it happen and something is you know simple is getting out of the trailer park or getting out of the hood i think people need a lot of credit for that (laughs) because because and i think it takes the same you know it's that same skill of like being able to create you know disney world envisioning this crazy thing and like actually having it finally come to fruition i mean after you pass but still like that that ability is it's the same thing it's that's the same ability that creates anything is you know is being able to think at first and let that take over your actual reality and manifest and and it's no small feat and i think encouraging people to do that and giving people credit and kind of normalizing the fact that that stuff has happened to a lot of people i think like every time i tell these stories there's always a part of me that's like man there's it's coming to some stigma that's going to be attached to it. People might look at me different. Um, and I'm sure some people do, but I think it's super, um, you know, it's like a disservice to themselves to do that, to look at me different because of my past.
0: There's a whole suite of other people that look at you more authentically as well, and also people that become more comfortable with them themselves sharing their stories and trajectories and traumas that have then birthed treasures. Well, one, I really think that that's the… inspiration in that sense. Well,
1: good one. I hope so. And I think, um, and you know, not to toot my own horn or whatever. Like, I mean, there's people that have way worse situations that have come way further. Mm -hmm. But just encouraging that… and not stigmatizing those people that's like the bet like loving like like you know like and and i think it's so sad when the opposite of that happens um and yeah people need to be really careful about that and like i see it all the time where it's like oh well you know don't hang out with that person or like oh don't you know be around that or whatever um you know and even phrases where people are like oh well if you hang out with um all these people that have a certain net wealth that's going to tell you what like amount of money you're going to end up with and I, i understand that in theory. I do, and I think yeah, of course you want to be around people that are helping bolstering you up and not pulling you down. But I think it's also really important that we love up the people that need love, and sometimes, you know, the people that maybe even deserve love the least are the ones that need it the most. And and, you know, and and, you know, being friends with your enemy, kind of like all that, like um, acceptance of other people, and like just giving space and caring about people that might not be at your level or whatever, and and hoping that they want to better themselves and not condemning them you know and yeah anyway so when i tell those stories it's always a little uncomfortable but it's like i kind of feel like i, I should because i know there's a lot of other people that and, and everyone has their struggle and that's okay too like that's another part of it is like at whatever level even if you're you know super grow up super affluent like some of the kids in steamboat that did have the most like privilege or whatever some of them had like the hardest path yeah. you know because it was you because know, you know. they had their own set of crazy That's stuff right. that they had to work That's through. Right. Yep. You know, and anyway, so. Yep.
0: Yep. Thanks for bringing up all that yep. nuance to it, because it is it is that multivariate. Now, when you when you find yourself, because I think a lot of the people that we've interviewed that have went to the Berkeley College of Music have been attempting to sort of break down why it's so profound. Um, a lot of people don't know because they're not really like polymathic and trying to like dive into the us's best music schools um right so my sort of idea would be unpack why because berkeley's so interesting because like as we've interviewed people from there it's not just you know music production you also have people that are doing crazy things like mixed reality like xr type stuff vr ar and music at the same time so walk us through yeah and how profound that was
1: yeah, yeah, so it's pretty simple. I think um, the easiest way to break down Berkeley or talk about why it's a special place is, um, I mean, it's it, there should be more places like it, actually, but um, basically it's the premier music college for contemporary music on the planet. Like, there's nothing else that even comes close to it because most schools are, either you know, Juilliard, you're going to be doing jazz, um, classical, and it's a fantastic school, obviously. Um, Berkeley is super focused on what's cutting edge and you have to have, you know, and they have a lot of interesting rules. Like you have to have a principal instrument and, and everything's about making like modern music. Mm-hmm. So the focus is a lot different and the capabilities all there, right? Like, cause you do, you have people doing music production and engineering. You have all these studios everywhere, different shapes and sizes and, you know, and practice rooms everywhere. So it's just like this crazy you know, and you do have great jazz musicians and classical musicians as well. And they do that, but it's like everyone's together and like mixing all these different genres together and, and all their different skills together. Um, so it, it's really like crazy how it, it, like just being in there was nuts. And, and, that, and, it, and it was, there's a lot of good stuff about it, but there's also a lot of bad stuff about it for me. Cause I definitely was super intimidated. I don't feel like I had the tools to like really get as much out of it as I could have. Cause I just came off of like, you know, like literally being, you know, like my whole universe was flipped upside down. I went from living in a trailer to living on one of the most expensive streets in the world. Like I was on Commonwealth Avenue, which is like gorgeous. Like every place next to me was like a million dollar flat, um, which was like a dream come true. It was really cool. But again, it was just like, holy shit, you know, like, and it, and I think it hit me with like, oh, you're not good enough. And like, so my depression actually ramped up a lot. I think in high school I was kind of in revenge mode and like I was motivated to like you know to fight the system back kind of or something and then when I hit Berkeley I think my depression kind of went into full swing so that was interesting too it was like there was a lot of good stuff about it but it was so hard for me to like I was still or I was just finally processing all this stuff right because I finally had like separation from that space so anyway it was interesting but yeah the, the the point on the school is just that it's just, um, I think it's just so much more forward thinking than any other college. I mean, I know Belmont has a songwriting degree, Berkeley has a songwriting degree. I think there there might be like one other new college that has that. That's that's the degree I have, but you know, there's not a lot of places you can go to get these things. And I think they did a they did a relatively good job. I mean, college is way too expensive, of course, <laughs> and that's like yes. a whole other conversation, yeah, yeah. but. I think as colleges go, um, they had a lot of great faculty, you know, and they had some duds too. I mean, everyone does, but, yeah. um, but yeah, I think it's, it's a really special place just because of the facilities. And, and really, I think the biggest thing is the students it attracts like that's the hugest thing. The peers, totally. the people I met there yeah. outweigh anything. My professors ever said so cool. outweigh any studio time I ever got. It was like those kids, like some of the kids I've gotten to interact with and collaborate with. Those are the ones that like, I was like, okay, it's like, and again those were some hot moments too like way more positive and less like terrifying but definitely like okay are you gonna step up your game or like are you gonna like are you gonna jump in with the with the wolves are you gonna go chill you know and like just kind of sit back you know like and again everyone makes their choices on that stuff but i definitely was you know but, you know and i got scared away a few times There's a few like oh, yeah. there's a few teams i couldn't get into right there's a few like you know what i mean yeah oh yeah. because some of them you know super high level oh my god yeah. is it was like as competitive as it could get totally. you know yeah. and people getting like pulled out of their during their college career to like go be you know on the professional level like Boom. all the time yep. you know so you'd be like oh he left and like yeah he's yeah. on tour with so-and-so and It's like yeah. oh my god wow you know so yeah,
0: yeah. so it's, that's literally like uh, an analogy to when you're a uh, playing basketball at the collegiate level and oh totally drafted right into the nba yeah absolutely
1: yeah. well and it's funny i think well and i kind of get in trouble for this a lot but i do i think um music um in terms of yeah i, I compare musicians and music it's to to sports a lot more than that I, well a lot of people are like well no but it's so different and it's like eh. yeah but you know I and they're like that. and they're like who's the best and i'm like who made the most baskets you know like everyone's like who's the best musician i'm like i don't know i mean i kind of have to go with jay-z like he's he's michael jordan he made the most baskets like he just crushed it i don't know and and again you can have your subjective opinion about it yeah, yeah. but like objectively like if you had to like make a case yeah. i'm like you know everyone's yeah, yeah. like oh but it's not like that because it's music and it's creative and i'm like
2: uh, what kind of it is that like i don't yeah. know what to tell you
1: you know but. <laughs> <laughs> you can't yeah. even
0: play oh man I know Timbaland. I know I, I agree uh, and I want more people to analogize uh, music with sport because art is sport and sport is Whoa. art and I and I I like not I, I like holding them as separate True. and I like holding them as one True. at the same time like We have to be able to hold, like in a very metaphysical way, we talk about this a lot, like you have to be able to hold the oneness of everything at the same time as you hold your individuality. Right. And so that's you have to be simultaneous when you make these analogies and things so you can keep music and sports separate and you can blend them together together into a synthesis at the same time
1: yeah i think they're super comparable and i think i think that's why i like hip-hop so much is because they embrace that like they embrace the competition of it and they and they reference each other which i think is super cool like i think that should happen more in other music um you know the, all the f- existentialists did that you know they would all like kind of poke fun at each other and like you know yeah. it was like a it was you know and i think that i don't know i think to me that's really really cool um and yeah it's funny when people are like oh you're biting my style and stuff it's like that should be a compliment to you like if Mm -hmm. someone's like influenced by you or whatever and Mm -hmm. and like and what a kind of like loser mentality thing to say like if someone was biting my style like once and if i get my style established and they do something you know i think the only response i would want to have is like do like kind of and then go back like crush them hard be like okay that's okay i see what you're doing there and then just you know just like drop drop something that kind of pushes back to be like okay like now the ball's in your court again let's go like and yeah and there's and i think that's a cool thing like i think that's a good thing but
0: it's mimesis it's combinatorics it's you know somebody taking what you made and adding their creative spin and then you being grateful that somebody recognized how cool of a thing you made and then somebody else adds their spin on it and you analyze that you add your own spin it's like this never-ending process of people Becoming more and more artistic and uh, expressing themselves. Well, and that's what it is. Like
1: that's just what it is. Like that's how stuff grows too. Like that's a really interesting way for things to grow and for us to push each other. And and I mean, and it's just and it's so funny when people like think that that is very much like DNA as well. How it has well, well yeah. and just i mean and just like the simple fact that we are standing on the shoulders of the people that came before us no matter billion, what you do and it's and like, it's like i didn't invent the guitar, so it's like i can't you know and everyone's like well isn't that like cheating or isn't you know like with different techniques yeah. or like yeah. sampling music for is yeah. this big yeah. one it's sampling, like so it's like are you are you kidding me like we just let's sample, just keep God. let's just keep going Like just keep stacking on top of each other like why are we trying to be like well wait a second like i'm gonna call foul here it's like nah just keep just go just run to the to the next thing because you know it's uh, we're not going to run out like there's this infinite thing and trying to get that next awesome surprising sound or like you know and like even breaking a new genre like that's possible but it's not going to happen if we're all like trying to you know hold each other back like crabs in a bucket you know like, yeah. yeah stupid anyway
0: let's um let's ramp in because we did um on berkeley college of music Uh, You're having this really enriching flowering experience that also had its own roots and shadow at the same time. And you saw these paths of like the pros getting like drafted into the NBA and like stuff like that. And so you kind of like, you know, saw your star becoming more and more kind of um, unveiled. Like you saw it appearing more and more of where your trajectory. And so when exactly did the transition happen from Boston to Los Angeles and... Um, and then how did that transition lead you into the production of true North, which was your EP?
1: Okay, sure so um, basically I was trying to make bands work throughout Berkeley um, After Berkeley, I was in a band called Morning Old sport. We got signed to a record label in Colorado. We went out there, we recorded but but basically my whole Berkeley, experience was like peppered with failure you know like i I never yeah. got drafted i never you know like i never yeah. was quite there i was never able to quite get a band off the ground in boston we went to do this thing in colorado that like imploded on itself because we were all living together in this like crazy mansion it was amazing we had a 24-hour lockout to this ridiculous studio and like with the other lead singer it, like they wanted to play cards for six hours a day and like and record like two and which is fine like again i was like shoot but it just again, I didn't know how to cope with it. I, I didn't know how to deal with it. And that's really the, the first time I was like heavily relying on my own production to like stay sane. So I set up my computer in my room and when, you know, people were messing around and doing their thing, um, I was just trying to like focus on, okay, so how do I, how do I figure out how to do this? So I don't need to rely on anyone basically. Yeah. And, and I think the other thing is I can like easily blame people or whatever, but The fact of the matter is um, I didn't know how to cope with it I could have obviously been a better communicator but at the end of the day like band dynamics I could I just never was able to figure it out so that helped push me you know in on myself Um, being in that studio working by myself like starting to really develop some of these skills that was huge thing implodes Um, move home to Steamboat for a while I was living at this really cool house actually had a cool studio set up there that was feeling good progress, progress, progress. Then, um, I call up my buddy, uh, from Berkeley, this kid, Matt Weber, who's amazing. And I was like, Hey, can you mix this song? And he's like, no, I want to produce with you. Like we need to make like, this is amazing. Like, listen to this thing I'm building. And I was like, I didn't even know you were producing it now. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like let's do this. So he's actually, who got me into Ableton. Cool. Yeah. So I was in logic, which is a DAW. Um, it's like a, you know, what you build these for audio workstation.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, it's
0: so a logic is one DAW and Ableton is a different
2: software. Yeah.
1: DAW, it's, it's, yeah. So, and they're all pretty the same, you know, like pro tools, it's, it's just, it's just whichever software you're working in. And, um, anyway, he was in Ableton at the time and he's, he was like, well, what do we do? You know, cause we weren't going to try to do cross platform. And I was like, you know what, I think I want to learn Ableton. Like, let's go that direction. And it was really cool. Cause he had, you know, he'd already built up this really awesome workflow and stuff. So I was able to pick it up really fast. Um, and we were like screw it like let's move in together so i moved to la first um just because i knew i'd want to be there i didn't want to like stay in colorado too long Mm -hmm. which it was nice to be there though for a second Mm -hmm. it was like nice to like get us i was like oh this like huge thing i thought was gonna go didn't go and i was like ah dang it and then but it was nice i like gotta kind of lick my wounds and then i was like okay i'm ready to go back out so i'm in la me and matt are passing things back and forth he's in new york i go visit him out there We have a really good time. He comes out here. We have a really good time. And then he's like, you know what? I'm ready to leave. Like, I love New York, but I'm like, it's time. So he moved out here and we tried and we got really, really close. And actually some of the songs on the EP were, we started together, you know? So like, he has a lot of credit on this album and like, we really developed that. Yeah, it was really nice. And like, what an awesome teammate, but again, it was like the band dynamic stuff, like we couldn't quite work it out. It was definitely like yeah. the best breakup Dyke, of like, uh, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? and yeah. I mean, yeah. like it was like, so great. Like, collab. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was definitely like way better communication and stuff, but it's still, it's still hard. It and is, it, yeah. it it's, you know, cause it, it it's, it's so emotional. It's like, you're marrying this person, right? It's it so, is, yes. and you're like, and you keep being, you know, and every day you're like, here's my soul. And they're yeah. like, eh, yeah. what if we do that? Like, oh, you know, like, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, like, it's yeah, very, yeah. it's, it's tricky. Like, it's, it's a tricky, tricky thing. And especially, you know. When you're struggling and there's not there's no budget and you know what i mean and no one's getting paid so it's like you know there's some resentment that can happen it's just tough it's tough so that falls apart um or you know that we we decided to go our separate ways and then that's when everything kind of really clicked in like i I, like as that was happening i kind of finally got a hold of this last workflow thing and then i was like oh this is this is gonna work like this is a path like now I know how to get from point A mm-hmm. to point B mm-hmm. and that's in the first thing that kind of let me yep. know that was the song plane which mm. is still probably the best song on the yep. album yep. or you know like or you got the best attention it so has, yep. right so that was like the first thing I was like oh, okay this is how I'm gonna do it and and I think yeah that song kind of made me realize like that kind of like instigated the like I need to move on because there just wasn't any room in that process for someone else and that process was very much me reaching into myself and just trusting that. So like, that's what really like changed everything. And I think that's why I wanted to call the album True North, is because it was like, if I can just remember this, that's all I need. I just have to remember to, like, really reach in and like, and a hundred percent trust whatever I find out there, and you know, and and just remember that again it it also helped push the theory i had and like kind of solidify it more that i think all the songs are out there and they're finished and i'm not someone that creates stuff i'm I'm someone that discovers things Yeah. and so reaching was like a lot easier to do when i was untethered to anything else and i didn't have to answer anyone or collaborate with anyone yeah, i just yeah. went yeah um and now collaborating is really fun but it's still like you know based off of a platform of something i've already found and like you know it's just easier to manage when it's like my solo project so the collaborating becomes it's like a lot less of course yeah there's a lot there's a lot lot less weight to it it's just fun and like it just adds something nice and like it doesn't have to be and if it doesn't work it doesn't matter you know it's not like this oh we have to make this work as a team you know whatever so but yeah that that was that was a huge moment but but that's really what pushed me toward and i always felt like i had that sense like i always knew like oh yeah like and i've always had that theory like oh we don't I remember talking about this in college, like, oh, well, it's like, all the songs are done, and you got to find them, and like, and I remember, but when I really was d- d- doing it at this like different level, all of a sudden, that 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 happened during plane. And yeah. I'll never forget that yeah. night. I was like in this, you know, I finally had my room was like sounding a lot better. I did some like treatment. Um, me and Matt were like kind of deciding maybe we wouldn't work together anymore. And. I just went into like this other world. Like, and then I was like, okay, that, like, if yeah. I I just gotta keep doing that over yeah. and over. Yeah. But it's so trial and error, you know? Like, yeah. and again, I had this theory that it would work. And then, yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, like, speaking like a visionary kind of thing, right? It was yeah. like, I envisioned this thing of me like going into another planet. And yeah. then, and then I finally arrived there and you know sure shit there was an that was like the best song i've ever written i was like oh there it is there there's is, the song yeah, okay yeah. i wasn't crazy like yeah it proved the theory a little bit for me you know like yep. and but anyway so, yeah yeah
0: wow yeah I'm, I'm really like how you you in a sense you kind of like you anchored true north as your cornerstone that you could always come to as your first like Pivotal. I love
1: that you use cornerstone. Cause like on the cover, there's this rock formation, right? That's literally behind my sister's house. And, oh, and I had this really cool conversation with my sister's husband and cause he was born there. He was born right. And like, it was so crazy. His parents' house is like right here and the house right next to them goes on the market. And it's like perfect. It was like perfect for the family, perfect size, perfect lot, everything. So he literally bought their, like their second home is literally walking distance from where he was raised. Yeah and it's like the mo- it's so beautiful and the kids yeah. get to be there and like they, they have a little sledding hill whatever so so, awesome. so we were talking about it and he's like you know we thought about maybe buying a house in steamboat or different places but needle rock always meant so much to me because my dad always said no matter what happens like you, you come back here like this is the spot like you know like x marks the spot like this rock is our
0: yeah wow yeah
1: and it was like that hit me like i'll never that like i was just like oh my god like everybody just like hit me with an arrow in my heart and it was just like pouring i was just like god that's so beautiful like it's like yeah it's hard to even like say it yeah, out because yeah. it like chokes me up but i love it it's so be- yeah it's just so beautiful one well, and i think so that's called that was, it's called needle point needle rock needle rock right and Needle it's,
0: rock is the rock that's on the true north album cover
1: right so yeah so yeah so i needle wanted rock. to integrate that because because of that conversation and because you that's know so it, cool.
0: X it marks the spotter right you come back here, right and yeah, i
1: think and yeah. there's such a you know there, and that's a similar thing yeah. right and like yeah. and that's and i feel the same way with music right if i ever lose my way i just have to remember to go to that place and grab you know like get inside myself yes. like really go to that that spot and i feel like yeah i, I do i feel like i was like you know on the moon and like you know putting a flag like okay don't, just remember where that flag is if you ever get lost so yeah. um so yeah there was definitely a um a similarity between those two things but i think the other reason why that rock thing hits me so hard is just cuz like i think that was something i always lacked as a kid and it's so cool to hear him like describe it cuz he had that and the <sighs> he was like offering it to me you know he's like this is ours now like you're part of this family and like this is your rock too yeah and I was like, oh, thank God! You know, yeah, like wow. I kind of feel like I have a home. Exactly. You know, beautiful. So yeah,
0: big. I'm. I'm a huge fan of the word cornerstone. I put it in the chapter two seed theory and high level perception that in that sort of first compound zone of the seed, the human being birthed into the world, and and in, in the first couple of years, those sort of moments that are so pivotal, those are cornerstone moments. And if you can anchor, in a sense, your artistic essence as a cornerstone in an album to you what your ep is north star um as yours is kind of like um you know your true north your north i call it north star um what my kind of north star anchor point in a sense is for me is high level perception this artistic synthesis that i just made that i'm always kind of trying to like Come back to and put frame. So it's so beautiful in a sense, like being able to, to make these, really artistic expressions of our soul, and as anchor points, as cornerstones. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think, well, and I think it's such a, um, it's it's such a profound thing, for you know, for everyone, to you know, and everyone says it different, but like I really, you know, I went on this thing and I had this uh, trip and I found myself, and I think. To me, how I translate that is what you're really finding is your entry point into every, you know, like you're finding your way of getting into tapping into all of this shit, you know, like to be, you know, you're, you're finding yep. your doorway into connecting with everything because yep. so many people describe it the same way. They're like, yep. once I've found myself, I realized, you know, I'm, I'm not that important, but I am, you know, like I'm just yep. part of this whole thing. Yep and so yeah When, and I always push on people and we like what do you mean by when you found yourself and yep. like almost every time it's some you know it's some version of explaining well now I feel like connected with everything and now yes. I feel like I'm yes. a part of this place yes and so to me like yeah finding your and it, and, it, and that's the thing it's, it's so specific everyone has their own entry point and if, and until you find that like it sucks like yeah. it's not you know it's it's, it's a hard place to be. So so
0: in a, in the symphonic consciousness analogy that we talk about in high level perception, it'd be something along the lines of like the the individual's gateway into both feeling like they're a part of the symphony that's unfolding of the unity, as well as the individual truly truly figuring out what their unique instrument and melody are in the symphony and that's kind of that's the gateway moment for them finding themselves that's, that's
1: awesome. yeah i think well, and i think awesome. it's just yeah that process of becoming great like that possible that process of trying to find your greatness or find your yes or whatever your highest value you know however yes. you want to put it but that that thing that like yeah. you're kind of here to do i suppose exactly you know it's your ikigai yeah in the and again and again like this is all just i don't know anything like i always want to preface like i don't know nothing you know like this is a very common archetype Well, but these are just, my, well, these are just
0: hard one to even say sure, like i but, don't know anything well
1: but it's important it's like i you this know these are, ideas, idea. right? like, these are just my ideas right these are just thoughts well, like may, i'm not trying to pretend like i'm you know like this could apply to anyone else i'm strictly saying like i think this I per, is what i personally happened to think me.
0: It, it applies i personally think it applies yeah. to per, pretty much well i hope it does every That's everyone because I made a hypothesis in Chapter 2 on high level Perception, which is that the north star perception, what we're talking about, this ikigai, this true north, basically the idea is that it is it plays a fundamental role in the nature of reality. So the individual uncovering their own unique artistic expression may even be one of the most fundamental um, parts to the nature of consciousness and the nature of reality, the nature of creativity. And so it, it is most I think almost certainly a fundamental role. So we unpacked uh, True North, we played um the yeah. f- we played the first song of hindsight. Um okay. and we have another um song that we want to play music yeah, video. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so and so the yes, um and you might have to reach back cuz obviously we played that song at the beginning but yes. The, I think the purpose of us playing that particular song was um, is going to kind of help us get into the next topic of just how the album is going to play out. And then also um kind of the future of music or the, these ideas about how music technology is changing so much. So the first song was straight up recorded like in a living room, everyone's playing at the same time, no auto tune, no, you know, you know, like we obviously, obviously mixed it to the best of our ability, but I think we had like five microphones, like, you know, like SM58. just like, yeah. just bare bones, like whatever we had, we just put it up went for it um and in, in, in that provided um like a cool beginning for me to the album because that was actually a song i recorded with morning old sport like all that time ago and it just never quite ended up making it on the album um that we recorded in colorado mm-hmm. at that fancy studio um and i was like you know what this is perfect yeah. like i should i should kind of start here and um And I think it's a nice juxtaposition because again you're going to kind of hear what you know very little music technology sounds like and then kind of the depth of the other direction you can go when you have all the tools that i have now may may
0: i also just make a you know at the very beginning of uh like it or not you have the uh, the definition of hindsight Right, right what's super interesting is that um i have this also this Quote in chapter three of High Level Perception, which is the edge where I write, because it's like the edge of civilization's knowledge, and that when we're birthed, that we want to rocket out to the edge and artistically express ourselves, plant flags beyond the edge, test them with hypotheses, artistically push the edge, okay. and so, you know, Galileo, I had this quote in there too, that it's that all truths are easy to understand once they are discovered. The point is to discover them. Yeah. And so hindsight is very deeply related to that. That's people, interesting. People okay. look and they're like, you know, hindsight's always 20-20. I look back <laughs> and, it all, you know, Steve Jobs also yeah. has a really profound quote where he says that when he looks back on his life, all of the connecting dots make sense. Yeah. And it's hard when you're in the middle of the journey sure. to be able to see that. But I would challenge you to try and as much as you can both live in the moment and also live as much as you can in the entirety of your trajectory past the future so that you can kind of see the dots in the past and the dots in your future trajectory toward your North Star and kind of have that really help you
1: yeah that's a pretty high demand but I'll do, I'll do my best to, to the audience no no no, no. To, yeah, yeah. Yeah. no I think yeah. no and I think that's fair and I don't mean to like um, make light of it because no I think it is um I think um, the w- the one thing I'll relate on with that is uh, this thing I always think about Einstein. I, I was thinking about him like, and this time again, I came up with co- in college when you know we're all like philosophizing and talking about how like no, there's colors going on right now that we can't it's see it's with our so eyes it. and like stuff so crazy, um, you know, and staying up and watching the sunrise. But uh, one of my favorite thoughts um, from some of those like conversations um, was just this idea of like Einstein wasn't a genius because he had all these crazy thoughts what made him a genius is him actually being able to ex- grab it and like explain it to the rest of us. Yeah. Like that's kind of, yes. So I think, um, yeah, I think, uh, in, in, one well, in that way, one, well, it's funny. And like, and in that way all my songs are in hindsight, right? Because me getting them is like the present. And then the hindsight part yes. is me like unload, you know, like me mixing a song is me like unloading. What does this mean? Right. Yes. Is me like, you know, looking at it, in past tense like that's what mixing is is like putting all this past tense like um unpacking into a song and by the time it's finished it's like it's a whole other thing you know it's like it's not even it yeah it's totally in the past by the time it's finished and i think a lot of people look at that different they're like oh this brand new song just happened and it's like no it didn't (laughs) (laughs) didn't. that thing's like probably two years old the best
0: meme to communicate what you're talking about is the guy that is Walking, he's walking up stairs to get to the top of the stage where there's this massive audience watching him, and and he's a plate juggler. And what nobody sees is all of the broken plates Ah. on the staircase leading up. So whenever people deploy something like what you're describing, I do my best to always look at the creative process for that deployment because when I when I listen in, in the example of like. Zeb's music. I when I when I when I'm listening to it, I basically begin kind of trying to unpack what like the as an example, like what the Ableton layers look like. And so for me, that's sort of my way of trying to go into the artist's perspective of how they piece this masterpiece together. And and then yeah so let's maybe
1: yeah, should we? yeah let's just check it so just I guess to the listeners it's just pay you know and it's probably hard through YouTube and you know it's probably not going to be as fidelity as, as it's meant to be but the idea here is that this is kind of a, a more uh, modern sound that I'm, that I'm exploring with and, and that I'm pushing towards
0: okay so we're going to listen to uh, and watch uh, hate to say tease
1: Yeah, and this will be nice just to do the preview instead of the whole song.
0: love that oh
1: cool man i'm glad oh, i'm glad yes. yeah wow. and and you can kind of you know and it's funny like you can kind of hopefully feel you know and it's, it's basically me as the character like we don't have everything in common but he definitely has um a, a a heavy peppering of failure throughout like all the things that happen in in this story that's like that i'm gonna drop like this full-length video of but um but yeah that that's my best shot at kind of describing some of the stuff i went through because it was tough like i didn't know how to deal i didn't have any tools yeah i didn't know how to deal so like i had to figure out kind of all on my own you know and um but anyway so um i really i really like that song in particular um and i and i hope it shows like kind of that example right it's like these impossible strings like those aren't even possible you know like it's it's like there's some sampled stuff there's stuff i layered on top of it and that's the other piece that's crazy is like i'm using these sample libraries that are recorded with the best mics in million dollar rooms with the best players on the planet wow. and so like all of a sudden you have access to this like yep. you yep. know this whole other universe um how do you get access to that universe um it's, it's just you just end up spending a lot of money on software <laughs> Like, so,
0: what is the like for people that mean yeah so
1: yeah so yeah totally so um contact has been like the standard for a long time that's a native instruments like platform actually contact contact yeah and so there's a bunch of libraries that people make for that platform um and you pay like a
0: subscription
1: some of them so so on that one actually that one's east west and that's yeah that's very much like an able or um adobe like Mm subscription-based kind of thing so you you pay every month and you have access to this huge library of like on, you know, again, just impossible strings that you can't, you know, like to, to pay to like have an orchestra show up and do what you're getting, it's, you know, you're, you're talking like $10,000 an hour, you know, minimum. So, um, so yeah, it it just, yeah. And it really just pulls the lid off of like what you're able to do. And, you know, it's someone that grew up, grew up like broke, you know, like it's really nice all of a sudden to be like, wait a second, these tools aren't that expensive. Like this is affordable now. And I can like, and I'm not being limited by that. That feels really nice too exactly. like. Exactly. And I got
0: democratization is Dude super and I important. and I have to say
1: like there's been so much like negative vibes off of people about using the computer or using these kind of softwares and stuff. And like I just want to take a moment to like thank you everyone that like makes this software and does all this cuz it makes all of this possible. Amen. And it and it makes like it's a huge gift and it's changed my life. Like these people have Changed my life, like in a fundamental way. Yes. Where I can wake up every morning and do whatever I want. Yes. And like just that freedom is yes. like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, like I yes, can't believe you're, it.
0: you're you're speaking the same language that we speak right. here with sure. exactly. Sure. Like, oh my gosh, look at all of the cameras, look at all of oh, the audio yeah. equipment, look at all of the the, the tricaster, look yeah. at all of the mixer. Yeah. Look, what like what or look no it's at our inheritance well, well, that that yeah. we need to be grateful for totally
1: well right. and, and and okay you know, and obviously like there's a lot of stuff going on right now, and it's and we're in a tough time, but I think people forget to like remember that like we're in a rena- like we're in an artistic renaissance for sure that like they're they're going to look back on this period of time where it was like, wait a second, all of a sudden these laptops got powerful exactly. enough and, and it's and it's still just kind of happening like this is yeah. like maybe you know That's maybe. Right. 2010 I think was like the first time I was like wait a second this computer is getting strong enough where I can kind of do this yes yes and I couldn't afford what was like available at that time but like now you know now I have this uh you know I have the desktop mac and it's like yeah endless yeah and again and the softwares just kept getting better and better like some of the software I'm going to show you um like you know this this update for um this eq pretty i think it's pretty recent i think it was like within the last year it's changed everything like it changes how i approach everything and it's just one plugin, mm-hmm. you know and because yeah. i mean it's such a fundamental thing eqing yeah, yeah. is like really fun but just the way it works and, and, I mean, and some equalizer? of the equalizer yeah equalization yes. yeah.
0: equalization mm-hmm. and are you going to sh- kind of also break that down a little bit when you show us kind of yeah
1: the, i think that's the yeah. main thing i'll probably go over is just like okay. i'll be like here's what this eq looks like and, okay, and cool. you know like how we're approaching fidelity right we're trying to sculpt out everything you don't use so that everything you want to like all the information you want present is as clear yeah. and as loud as you can possibly make it because you know you so could,
0: we could in a sense we could like use eq to do something like take the ambient noise of the right fireplace like, oh, and turn that down 100 percent. stuff like that yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. i get a little feel like we could like pretty much get that to be non-existent
0: that's so interesting we can do that okay. yeah
1: well well and there's programs like there's this program called rx I think we're on, like, I don't know which version. I think I have RX-6. But you can literally sample something like that noise, and it will erase it out of audio. Just sample it, and right. it'll so, just erase yeah, it? Yeah, so you sample it without somebody talking yeah, over it, yeah, exactly. and then you talk over it, and it actually does, like, it. it it's kind of magic. It's like it's magic, yeah. Yeah, it's like kind of a little bit of black magic. They do it really well, too.
0: It's basically take this exact audio waveform and, and remove it from yeah. the next audio file. And then it's just says, boop,
1: yeah. it's gone, and then all of a sudden wow. it sounds like you were in, like, a perfect booth.
0: Okay, so... Let's see here. So we covered the democratization Mm -hmm. and of the technology enabling creative explosion. I would also make a small um, asterisk in that that you're our classic people that kind of are posting on maybe like Twitter. I think that that style of like 140 characters or 280 characters thinking that that's something that people will scrape into, I think is a little bit. People still will and treat that kind of like artistically, but I think more so people will care about like what Zeb mentioned with the like contact library exploding and then that enabling and the computational capacity enabling people to put together music or with this style of technology it's all of the videos and all of these video conversations and taking the samples out of there so i guess i would just challenge in a sense people to try and get a little bit off of um instagram and twitter and trying to make a cool artistic push on that it's it's okay you can do that but i'm i'm just saying that i think the next level is to try and take something um like maybe a like a like something that you pour a lot of effort into on on uh, something like music production or on video production, and try and make something that is a really good sort of compression and distillation of, of profound wisdom potentially that that you've learned. I mean, it is an art in a sense to try and boil it down to a couple characters. But anyway, on hmm. on uh, I wanna I wanna talk a bit like you were kind of initially um, getting us a little bit initialized into the process of uh, talking about eq and talking about these yeah these other aspects um so just quickly hindsight was we had uh two samples right and so far and that those are samples of what the full songs.
1: Right. So those were those are like the um, promotion material I yeah. built for like okay the songs out at midnight check it out kind of thing. Yes. Um, and I've, I've done one of those little teasers for each uh, single that's come out so far. So, yes. Yeah. So it's just it's just like a very small snippet of the song. And then yeah.
0: hindsight is up, uh, approximately twenty. Tracks? So
1: so and this so this was kind of cool. Um, I. I basically gave myself a deadline of whatever happens this year um that's the album like hindsight Amen. Einstein, like it has like one i i need a deadline regardless but shot clocks are very important yeah yeah, yeah yeah to time box something is like the only way i'm able to get stuff done and i've and it's so funny i've been resisting that forever like my sister has been telling me for years she's like just time box it and i'm like i don't know how to do that like i'm too creative or you know like i just couldn't quite just be like no no no, no. it's you know yeah it's this it's like just hard hard deadline um but what you know really helped me with that too is like the motivation of like you know and i know it's kind of stupid but like the idea of hindsight like it has to come out in 2020 like just like that's the year it has to come out because hindsight is you know like i know i know it's it's a little dumb but yeah like it's perfect so and then to further that kind of like dumb cuteness kind of like thing um if yeah if i got 20 songs like that's just another like boom that's kind of fitting but will i get that i don't know i still okay, don't know we'll for see. sure yeah because we'll it's, okay. it's not like i can't sit back and be like oh yeah the album's done i'm still like yeah. gra- and, and it's really interesting too because you know with grandma's funeral for instance that i was speaking about and yeah. um you know there's some other things that are pulling me back to colorado this year i probably spent six weeks in colorado so yeah. i was behind schedule and then now all of a sudden it's like you know what, yeah. what do i have a month and a half left exactly so yeah, yeah. so we'll see and if i can do it great yeah. but you know. It, it's going to happen exactly the way it's supposed to, supposed to yep. and r- bare minimum, like count on at least 14 songs. Like, exactly. Easily. So yeah. yeah. Beautiful. But, yeah.
0: So that's, uh, we have, we have hindsight and we'll have that, uh, probably whatever the first week by first week of 2021. No, no, no. no. The,
1: you know. the album will be written. Like it has to come out like December 31. There's no, yeah. There's no way it's later than midnight. Yeah. Okay. Of New Year's. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like so December yeah.
0: 31, you guys will got, you guys got that. And then, um, we have uh, we have the work so far. We have this kind of working uh, nostalgia, is kind of like your next like twenty twenty one. Yeah. And then we have the uh, potentially next coast, which is later. So you, you kind of you're already also slowly, uh, and these kind of have different essences to them. You were telling me that.
1: Sure. That yeah. True
0: North has more of a pointed and defining style, uh, more of like your anchor. Uh, creatively and then hindsight is more moody um and then nostalgia will have its own essence and stuff like that
1: yeah yeah so i can speak on that a little bit so i'd say again yeah true north was like okay just remember how you got these songs right like this is your this is your flag on the moon like just if you get lost come back here um and so that was me really like cutting my teeth like developing okay this is kind of how the workflow is going to be. The sound of it is actually like pretty eighties almost like it has this like really throwback eighties kind of vibe, which, um, which is going to come back. Like there'll be other songs that sound like that, but that's probably the, you know, the most of that sound you're going to get in one album is that album, which is the EP. It's not the first, like, so why I say my first album's hindsight is because it's the first full length. Mm -hmm. I would consider true North more like an EP. And again, it is, it's like a, it's like, it was a more of a testing ground. Okay this is my entry point, this is how my process worked. this is my workflow, let's experiment with like how it works, solidify it, great, and then I think hindsight is just a continuation of like, okay, I really want to explore this even more, and like push myself a little further, so it was even probably more complex than True North, which True North was already like Mm -hmm. way overdone probably, so this, so hindsight's like really very complicated, like lots and lots of stuff like crazy chords uh really fancy lyrics you know like a a lot of time on that but the the biggest thing is just like the instrumentation and the sound design and just you know like you were saying the layers like each song is like 200 tracks probably like it's insane other than like maybe the intro that's the the jazz song or here and there you'll get some like low fidelity like clips and like little intros and outros and stuff but the bulk of it is super complicated um which is great um and i think i've finally exhausted like kind of where I want to reach, you know, like all the different things I wanted to explore a little bit. And I think with nostalgia, I'm very excited to like kind of sit back, you know, like maybe retreat a little bit mm-hmm. back into this like core place of like, I know this works yeah. and get a lot of work done in yeah, that yeah. space yeah. where- Yeah, like I'm, that. Well, and I think it'll be nice too, because I think the goal for 2021 is speed. Like I'm really, and that's why I'm really hoping to get two full length albums done that year yeah. and have one be nostalgia, which again would be like the ultimate make out album, kind of the slow stuff. And then Next Coast, which is just like get your fucking dancing shoes on like we're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get your dancing shoes on. We're going to go. Get your dancing shoes on. Right,
0: right. It's kind of interesting. You and I are finding ourselves in a, in a similar rhythm where I kind of had in 2018 and 2019 about 700 interviews, an interview a day. And then I took 2020 to synthesize and distill high level perception. And now with the move to L.A., it's right back into the an interview a day type fire Jeez, and yeah. so it's kind of interesting that like you also had this kind of uh anchor point like mine was high low perception yours is true north and now you have your sort of you figured out a bunch of kind of your core music production essence kind of like i figured out a bunch of my core cognitive frameworks and now it's just like create 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 from that place yeah i love that
1: No, it's really exciting and it's super liberating. Um, And I'm sure there's going to be a time where I'm like, okay, now I want to break all this apart and kind of start over. But I'm excited for, you know, at least the next few years to just just yeah just kind of you know reap the benefit of like all of this work i've done all this like groundwork i've done and just see how many songs i can get done and like yes. how good i can make them yes you know so yeah it's it's and it and it feels really nice too to like feel like the bulk of the work is yeah. over and yeah. now Amen. now i'm just yeah oh Amen. god it's so, oh, so my god. good weight off my shoulders so like, good so crazy well, you, like, you need that so shot clock like you were talking about that time
0: boxing you said your sister was trying to Well, yeah yeah. so
1: they're all software people so like they know know. they're they're all minimal viable product like get this song front to back first boom and that and i've adopted that like so i write so sometimes i will write an entire song without even touching an instrument it's all the lyrics the melody like it makes sense front to back i could play it for someone they're like oh that's a song yep right and maybe i'll do the instruments even just with my voice just to get it done like just minimal viable product and then go from there and that was huge and then yeah time boxing is huge exactly
0: huge it's super interesting you make the analogy to tech and software engineering well and, it's and so hand in hand now, it huh? is well and and that's the other thing like yeah.
1: there's no rock stars anymore I think that are like I mean, I'm sure there still are, but like the people that I respect the most, they're actually we're actually like more like computer nerds than we are like Motley Crue. Like it's not that you know it's not that crazy lifestyle anymore. Now it's like, okay, well maybe if I um you know eat more potassium and get to bed better on time, then then I'll really be able to maximize my you know like oh it's insane. And I get well, and this is another thing I had to adopt. Like I still have to get loose. Like when I'm writing the songs, and a lot of times I still have to really get loose. But then when it comes to like finishing. And polishing it to the level I want to, and doing the technical stuff, I really do switch. Like it's putting a whole different hat on, yeah.
0: Totally. So yeah, it's kind of yeah the hyper uh, creative strategic, and then the other one is kind of like hyper operational and executional. Yeah, Yeah, because
1: it's work. It's and that's the thing. It's not you know it's not all like glamorous. It's like it's computer nerd work. It's computer nerd work. uh, (sighs) Yeah i I, yeah.
0: I like that the the time boxing mvp and shot clock in like basketball or like red zone and football and well, now that not a good are, feeling
1: when you sink a three-pointer and just god just comes off the fingertips like just, three ah. two oof, one oof, I yeah love that, love there's that. there's exactly it's got to happen and and
0: um and you got to remember that you're going to take the ten thousand shots, and you right, know, right. yeah, so you're yeah. going to miss some. And you know Wayne Gretzky also yeah. talks about that, um, best hockey players ever lived, and like y- you're going to miss a hundred percent of shots you don't take. So yeah. you have to take the ten thousand, yeah. and that you're going to miss a lot of those. Yeah.
1: Um, well, I think well, I think yeah. that's why like working really hard and quickly is so effective. It's because like it gets you through all that because you just slog through all that so it's all yeah. this trial and error you know it's like again trying to find that entry point yes and you, you're like you know you're like in a maze bumping around the walls blindfolded like and you yeah. just if you just run really fast and not not be afraid of hitting the walls and like falling over and getting back up but if you go hard and fast like you're gonna get through the maze quicker than it's someone funny. just like
0: you're, you're describing also what um, the the reinforcement learning agents do in their uh, simulated environments which is super interesting wait they, what is this they also like reinforcement learning agents when they enter into their simulated environments what they do is they kind of go through this process of basically like trying to understand what the world that they immerse themselves into and like okay. the re- what the reward function is and how they can kind of do different items in the space so like if you're if you're trying to like do something like a game of sumo or whatever like they will like slowly over time the agents will figure out that they can like kind of like push each other out of the ring okay and then earn the points okay and then but they kind of they flail around a lot well here just take me one
1: step back though so who are these agents it would be like it would be like what what did you call them again reinforcement reinforcement learning reinforcement learning agents agents.
0: yeah so reinforcement learning is Arguably the most profound um, branch of artificial intelligence and machine learning. Oh, okay, okay, okay. One of them. I mean, self-play is probably the most profound branch. But um, yeah, so like the the ideas like you're describing when you when you blindfold and then you courageously bump into the walls in the maze and if you fall over you get back up the reinforcement learning agents in these simulated environments they do that style process where they like fall like it's all trial and error it's all learning to become peak performance and so the more that you kind of realize that that is what these individual conscious agents are yeah. is is that process the yeah. more kind of fearless and courageous you are to pursue that that North Star and, and those goals
1: when I think and that's a thing that's interesting too is I think people sorry just really quick because I just want to yeah. I want to say this to like you know eight-year-old me or whatever and I want to say it to anyone that's trying to do music or anything creative I think sometimes people get confused by watching someone that's already there and being like look well they're not working that hard and it's like, dude, but they found that it that's because they've already front loaded all the work. Mm-hmm. So so they like watch this yeah. person and they're like, oh, well, I just want to be like that where it's like super easy. And I just show up and I sing and I do the fun part. I'll and just, I never have to I'll, do I'll any give, of the hard I'll part. I'll give
0: the most common example used okay. today, yeah. which is um, people look at uh, Joe Rogan and they're like, uh, how, like what, 10 million subs and he just walks in and has a conversation. But they don't go and look at the 11 years right. of. 1500 yeah. plus right. podcast right. conversations right. where in like the first hundred it's them screwing around with the streaming technology to try and make it actually mm-hmm. happen so that's kind of like or it's again it's the plate juggler the steps of the plate sure, juggler sure. before they get on stage so and like you described with your foundation that you set up that's now enabling you to produce the two albums in twenty twenty one. Yeah, hopefully
1: one again that's the goal but so back to my eight-year-old self just like look buddy like i was never afraid of the hard work and i did do the hard work but don't doubt that that's the right thing because sometimes i would doubt i would see these people seemingly doing it effortlessly and i'd be like i must be doing something wrong and no and i promise you you're not you just have to get through all the trial and error until you find the way that you can do it effortlessly. yeah, yeah. But so much of that is just go, yeah. just go as it's, hard it's, as you can yes. until you crack the code and you can literally deliver something easily. Yes. That's the whole goal is to get yes. to where it is yes. easy. But getting there, it's not, you're not, the only way to get there is by to do all the hard stuff. I and, and
0: you have to be in love at with least the for journey me of doing the hard stuff. And yeah. I, would, I would just also balance the mentality of what, sort of the Gary Vaynerchuk mentality of you gotta go through the, the hard work of, of 10 years of eating shit in a sense and trying to put everything together. Yeah. And with the kind of Peter Thiel mentality of why can't you do what you're going to do in the next 10 years? Why can't you achieve that in six months? And mm. so I would synthesize those two perspectives and so try your best to Like, for example, I'm just going to give you the example with me. I could have, instead of doing a show a day, 700 shows in two years in 2018, 2019, I could have done a show a week, mm-hmm. and I could have only done 100 shows in those two years. But I would have went through a lot less trial and error, a lot less yeah. combinations yeah, of yeah, this yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. So I would say that um, you can sort of, quote, shortcut and, quote, accelerate yourself in your goals by uh, realizing that um, there are strategic ways to move yourself towards your goals faster at the same time as you do in fact have to just eat a lot of poop along the way yeah oh yeah yeah, dude huge
1: shit sandwich like you just gotta but like that's the thing it's and again (laughs) and again like just just i don't want to get the biggest thing i'd want to say is i think a lot of people do feel like they're working really hard just and just just don't doubt because it's hard enough to fall on your ass all the time and to do the trial and error so in that period of time just try not to question am i doing the right thing just know that you are trust the process and let yourself yeah. get beat up and like be courageous with it and like don't take a lot of time to beat yourself like beating yourself yes, up yes. was probably the biggest time sink of my it's life for sure yes. and and it was really hard for me because yes. again I struggled with depression and like my past definitely exacerbated all that my um yeah. you know my experience with school and my learning disabilities and some of the teachers I had to deal with in high school like exacerbated all that man I got some stories dude. like don't yeah, even get to start yeah, my, yeah. my band director in high school yeah unbelievable like Ugh, it was just it was atrocious like it's imba- i was like man i would be so embarrassed if i was you like how like why would you treat kids like that It was just bananas yeah, but anyway yeah. so
0: yeah and the idea that one can uh kind of not dwell so much in those uh traumas but rather like integrate them really well integrate yeah. your shadow really well, well and, and use that as the fire
1: totally well and yeah. talk about easier said than done like i know you know like and, and i struggle with it so much because you yeah. know like okay i'll give one example so there was a high school recital or sorry the senior recital in high school for band right so jazz band and um the marching band and all that stuff so and each senior that night had a solo except for me Why? and i had Why? i have no idea oh, interesting. it was a total surprise and oh. i fe- yeah it was so effed up like literally i'm sitting there and he starts to introduce all the seniors and he's like this senior's going to give their solo and all of this was planned and had been going on for months and, and I, nobody talked to you about it well, i just had no idea like i had no idea to talk like i don't think and i don't think that i think all the students just assumed that everything that i had right one. so they had no reason to be like yo zeb like yeah, I do you have one. i think yeah. you know i think is yeah. you know i think homeboy's like pulling a fast one on you so i had no warning and then the concert's over and i'm just like wow you were and it's crazy too because I raised like fifteen thousand dollars in grant money and put a recording studio in his facility. Wow. Yeah, and he kept being like, You gotta teach me how to use this stuff. And I was like, Anytime, man, just like call me. I gave him my number, I was like, Let's set up a time, like I'd love to. Never followed through. Just I don't know, he just hated me. Like it was just the weird he just like I don't know, it's the most bizarre thing, but I'll never forget that night. I stand up out of the chair after like, you know, playing as well as I could, like, you know, practicing a lot, like it was this huge concert, whatever, and being the only senior that wasn't mentioned, didn't get a solo. And I was the kid going to Berkeley. That was the other part. I was like, what is this? Like, okay, like whatever. So anyway, getting over that, like see, you can tell, I'm, I'm still not over <laughs> like You know, like, but that's the piece. It's like, ugh, sometimes these things happen and it's like, but you just gotta, whatever. Like, you just gotta know that like those people who knows what that thing is, but you can't doubt, you can't use those things to let, like you can't let those people have any kind of power. Cause that's the other part until you like forgive that situation. It's still me giving him power to like, you know, further that abuse or whatever that thing he was doing to me was anyway. So side tangent, but wow, don't doubt yourself. Don't let people crush your dreams. Like don't take that stuff personally. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Eight year old self. Thanks for,
0: thanks for sharing that story. We all have so many, like that. sure and true, so sure yeah it's absolutely. it's important to hear people talking about that right. uh, courageously and how they've uh, moved on and integrated it become stronger sure. wiser sure do do we want to uh hit um it seems like maybe we should do music breakdown and then yeah. future music stuff right because the future uh. music stuff's a little bit more like in the next like the 10 years, like, autonomous car, all this type of stuff. That, yeah,
1: well, I mean, either way. I mean, because I think one addresses the other. I think, actually, you know what? I wouldn't mind talking about, like, why. Yeah, actually, talking about the future of music, I think will give the listeners maybe a chance to be like, why do I want to look at uh, EQ, right? So maybe, oh, yeah, you know good. what I mean? Like, oh, it'll be, like, you know what I mean? Like, it'll kind of yeah. be like, this is why I'm even showing Perfect. you this is because Let's of. Let's do that. Yeah.
0: So what I want to, I guess, what I, how I would want to maybe start this future of music section out with is something along the lines of, a couple days ago, Zeb is telling me on the phone, a lot of people that are very familiar with the exponential technology curve and just the proliferation of autonomous vehicles. Uh, people are becoming more aware of this thanks to people like Andrew Yang, who were trying to get more people awake to the fact that the all of the jobs in the uh, the the taxi cab driving space as well as the truck driving space are um, millions in the u.s and tens of millions globally are being automated and we'll see that more and more you know by 2030 and and whatnot and so um what zeb is interestingly coming at at the angle with is he's saying that um telling me on, on the phone so fascinating that what's what's going to happen is that people are going to care uh less and less about things like the most massive engine inside of the car and they're going to care more about the comfortable the comfortability of the seats they're going to care more about this the quality of the speaker system can you put an ambisonic system inside mm-hmm. of a car they're going to care about the uh, the quality of the screens and things like that and And that Zeb's he goes a step further and he's like, you know, you're in the autonomous car. Like most people spend, like if we think about it as a planet, if there's 8 billion people and if maybe, I don't know, a couple billion of them drive every day, I don't know, a couple billion, let's say, drive every day. How many hours are people spending on being stressed just white knuckling it yeah just, white knuckling just hating just in just, and just cars and, and,
1: and the rage and the frustration and, and and like and this is my life just passing me by and i'm stuck in this yeah and and tra- yeah
0: and transitioning that our commute or I think whatever it's, it's
1: gonna be straight up global relief I to think.
0: a massive planetary uh, yeah. focus on d- decreasing stress lower cortisol right. levels right. like in chapter six in the ai coach section we talk a lot about the visualization of data Right above all else, show the data, Edward Tufte, and so if you could see the planetary cortisol levels literally drop once you have the autonomous vehicles, so Zeb's probably going to end up being one of I think the pioneers in the space of enabling um, people in the immersive experiences where they don't have to where for the hour or however long they're in the vehicle that they can focus on this deeply profoundly enriching musical experience immersive experience um and so i think also what you'll see in when zeb as he was alluding to earlier what you'll see when he does the demo is you'll see this uh all of the layers all the tracks you you can hear them best when you're in the sort of more ambisonic style setting with higher quality speakers that are around your dolby surround sound style rather than um, when you're maybe where like when you're wearing your
1: little well and it's not even it's, so I'll jump, I'll jump in Beautiful. so yeah yeah so it's not even like here at it best it's so many of the devices that we use to deliver music they're not providing half of the information that so many of us are like you know painstakingly put together um yeah and so unless you have a really decent pair of headphones um and then again with this car you know autonomous car situation where you're actually going to be quick question is that that actually the percent
0: is we we hypothesize that it's not even delivering 50 percent of uh, the data
1: okay that might be an exaggeration i mean it's well well, it's hard to say there's there's a bunch of different limitations right like it's like we were talking about like air is not necessarily the best conductor of sound to begin with our ears are super limited right so there's there's limitations on on a few different fronts um um but yeah i would say until you're in a situation where your speakers or headphones are giving you a full spectrum, you know, range of what your ears can hear, low and high, um, because our ears can only hear so low and so high. But um, once you have a delivery system that's at least giving you that, um, you're, yeah, you're missing a lot of information. And then two, you know, I think a really, you know, like a almost way more substantial part of it is your attention span, right? Like, so if you're not paying attention, it doesn't matter anyway. So I think that's another part of what's so exciting about like the autonomous car piece. Um, at least again, just at least from uh, an entertainment standpoint, like like you were bringing up earlier, um, you know, with the, the loss of jobs that's gonna happen and how it could impact the economy and, um, you know, uh, cause those problems. I I can't speak on that at all and like I don't know how that's going to play out and I hope it's not this disastrous thing or whatever but how it will affect someone's experience with music I think does have potential to be one of the upsides right so that, so I think this thing's coming either way um, I'm not like I don't want to say like I'm a big proponent of all these people losing their job I want to make that clear but I think that it's it's kind of there's going to be like with anything else there's going to be positive effects and negative effects and maybe one of the silver linings let's let's say would be this you're now a captive audience now you're bored now instead of being stressed out you're about to fall asleep like and i and i could imagine a lot of people just you know that's their extra hour they get to sleep on their commute to work you know they're, they're just passed out the whole time but um if you are awake you'll be literally in a situation where you have nothing else to do but to Like, really, actually, let yourself hear the music. Um, so there's a
0: couple of things there's to really hear the music, really immerse yourself in the podcast, maybe really get into the the work, also work for stuff. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: any, yeah, anything you want to do, but I I think that's that's the part that's exciting me. Or again, hopefully, could be a silver lining for some of the negative impacts that it it is probably going to cause. Um, but yeah, when I like the idea too that like someone could just be meditating the whole time to Mm -hmm. work and like just. Mm really you know focusing on their their mental health or whatever um because i think yeah i think that's one of the things that's really holding us back is mental health you know like we're still blowing each other up and doing war like we, we, we still engage in all these terrible institutions and i think a lot of that is because of you know people being in desperation and people having you know Egoing having you know having yeah having yeah. having you know being really twisted up inside about yeah. stuff and yeah. um and again there's tons of different reasons for that but Hopefully, this for some people could you know be something really beneficial. But the the, the whole point I think we even started that conversation on the phone. Um, at least from from my standpoint, was I was I was just trying to describe to you why that's kind of important because I've I've always wanted to make something with stands the test of time, right? Like yes. that was always really important. Like when I would listen to the Beatles, I was like, there, there's some there's some there's something about this is this Gene Sequeira. There's this, this uneffable mm-hmm. thing that makes it still work now yep. you know louis armstrong same thing like he, he codified jazz in this way that it's just yeah. like you can always go back and it just works it's like it's still applicable um and i would love for my music to do that um not only with you know lyrics and all the traditional stuff like good chords good arrangement like all that but now there's this whole other layer that's yeah. just as artistic which is okay so this reverb is going to kind of come in here and then go that way yeah. and then you know you're 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 really it's like you're not only if you arrange the music but then you're getting all these weird sounds to like, you know, be able to spin around and do backflips and like hear things yeah. behind your head. Like I've literally, and, and again, I'm not even like there's people that especially sound design wise that just are slay. Like one of my really good friends, Anthony Baldino, for instance, he can make something sound like it's happening behind your head, in, in just in stereo, like not 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 because you're in surround sound. Wow. You know, he does. He, wow. Yeah, like super super high technical like just yeah he and all the tools he's and he's you know i mean talk about putting in time like just that kid. In stereo. well yeah just wow. in, just with two speakers being able to wow. make something literally feel like it's, yeah. you're like what the f-? yeah um it'd be
0: cool anthony it'd be cool to have anthony baldino. baldino Baldino, it'd be cool to also bring on hey if you can if you caliber. can get
1: him if you can get him man yeah, like if he, he's if you can connect yeah, if you, it, if you can afford it, you can, yeah. no, but no, I mean, he's just so busy, like getting his time is like, come and teach the wisdoms
0: that, you know, yeah, about. I
1: mean, if he, if I think he, I mean, yeah, it's it, be interesting. It would, no, 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 he, if you could get him, he's fascinating. Like let's, he's, let's do it. he's a really cool guy. He's, yeah, again, he, his knowledge base is nuts. But anyway, so, um, yeah, there's certainly people that that's all they do, right, they is sway. they spend all their time on the sound design part. And you know they definitely will wipe up. I think, but I think my strength is that I can I can make the song that's yep. catchy, and I can do the chords right, and I can play the instruments. And I'm starting to like really push my edge with where the production stuff's going to happen, and how I can yes. kind of compete with those guys. Because I do I think as people are paying more and more attention, they're going to be noticing it more and more. So right. in time, without that, you know, it, it has a it has a it has a higher probability that it's gonna kinda go out of style because it's like, ah, it's not holding up anymore because all oh, this music's so so technically um, dope sound-wise, just sound-wise, you know, like, you could have a very simple song that everyone can sing along to, but just the way it sounds is so next level that yeah. that could, I mean, that, that's becoming its own, like, form of a hook, yeah. you know, like having a really, you know, juicy, uh, awesome chorus you can sing along to, That's that's a hook, but having it sound so crazy, that's really another way of just like grabbing someone and being like, listen to this, yep, yep. you know, and that's what we're realizing more and more is like this technology that. is opening this kind of other dimension of yes. how to grab people's attention. Yes. So, yeah.
0: I love that. Woo. So pumped. <laughs> Gosh, no, it's, it's exciting. Yo, take on
1: renaissance it. man. We are yeah. in a renaissance. I'm telling you. And it's ju- yeah, and it's yeah. still really young. Like some of this technology, like again, this EQ is like changing everything let's, I do. Let's yeah. do it. Oh, okay. Let's okay. okay cool. It really fast. And right. I know this is, you know, this is probably a little nerdy or whatever, um and i'll try not to like i don't want this to we turn like into like nerdy yeah, on the I program mean, we, mean, we like
0: doses of nerdy you, you yeah. came
1: to the right place came to the right well, hold on place give me one second don't nerdy. don't switch it over yet all right give me a few there we go let me just make sure of course because it kind of gets sleepy sometimes let's make sure it's not too sleepy okay cool okay i ready s- when you are all right sir. so we're switching it over for you guys cool so and again not to have this turn into like an ableton tutorial there's plenty of those online oh that's
0: kind of cool instead of our logo right now above your head it's yeah. your um the thumbnail, thumbnail. oh there you yeah, go i man, like that yeah that's I'm taking over i'm taking yeah, he over. took over the show <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay so just so really quickly th- this isn't this isn't anything crazy like this is a normal eq this is this is pretty standard um most eqs have always been some version of this um once the computer stuff started to happen like once it's not knobs on a console this is this isn't that crazy it looks way better it's way cooler to look at but basically what we're looking at
0: dynamically adjusts on digitally for you to see rather than the knobs right which is
1: really really powerful for instance you know um for instance i can grab one of these peaks i'd be like obviously that's feeling high and i can duck Oop! hold on hold on oh we're fine ah sorry okay i switched back (laughs) over just in case (laughs) don't look at my my private information no okay so sorry back to it so Here we are. Um, We're taking that peak. We're actually able to push down on it. So we're pushing against it. Um, uh, And again, none of this is too crazy. But what has started to happen that's getting really nuts is we're able to, and this is going to be a little tricky to explain, but side chain these specific areas. So I could actually take this, right? I can make it dynamic. So it's going to push against just this area in the song. And let's say this is this is the entire track this is everything but maybe um the voice right so we're going to take every time i'm singing and i start to get a little louder in my voice this is going to push just this area of the track of everything other than the voice down Mm mm-hmm So it's so instead of boosting my vocal up, I'm pushing everything else down. I see, and I'm doing that in a specific area. Okay. Instead of because you know, and side chaining has been around for a long time too, right? This is
0: called side chaining.
1: Side chaining, yeah. So it's 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 a way of turning something else down, so you don't have to turn up the vocal basically, and that's usually that's that's a big way it gets used. Or like kick drums, you side chain kick drums a lot. So is this
0: is this when you kind of like are maybe watching um, a video and there's like a there's a transition that occurs where the kind of like the like the video's music track is playing and then the human's voice comes in and they bump down the music track a little bit so the human's voice can be exactly
1: so exactly you're ducking you're ducking one volume for another because this is the deal it's like so so like um so like this cup of water right okay you can fill it all the way up but that's it once, uh-huh. once you keep pouring water on it, it's just gonna overflow, uh-huh. and that's what distortion is. You can t- turn uh, like so. Yeah, if you yeah, turn up yeah. everything super loud, it's yeah. just gonna distort. So at yeah, some yeah. point, you have a limit. You only have yeah. this amount of space to fill. Now, what's now? My question would be:
0: What's the difference um, between you know how when you use one of the functions on um, whether it's music production software or whether it's even on like video editing software, Kay. where you basically take the the tracks dbs and you drop them in that specific section yes. where you the vocal human vocal comes up right so what's the difference between is that eq what is the difference between that and this
1: okay so so what you're speaking about is like basically doing it manually like you could yeah. go in yeah. and literally do that by hand yes yes um you can do it with a compressor this is allowing you to do it in a very specific space because it's allowing an eq allowing an equalizer to duck so not i'm not ducking the whole track i'm ducking one part of the frequency range right so i'm taking i'm saying this i want 400 hertz Mm -hmm. i want that to go away when the voice comes in right i want
0: interesting so the rest of the music track is plays at the same volume except at
1: 400 hertz so so now yes so now you're getting so um, uh, surgical, surgical, just yes. crazy. Okay, sur- okay. And, and this, and, it, and there's one other step on top of that, that oh, I was yeah. just starting to mess with literally earlier this week. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. There's oh, and okay. Dude, we're, we're really going in. So I'm going to go, go one, one more layer, I one more it. layer. Okay. So we're cutting out, we're, we're ducking something down in a very specific area to allow space for something else. So we don't overflow our cup. Yep. Right. And the next layer on top of that, um, EQs, and again, this isn't new, but EQs have always had functions for mid and side. So, mid information is everything that both speakers are doing, oh. okay? Uh-huh. And then side information is if one, you know, your right speaker is kind of doing a certain thing and yeah. your left speaker is doing cool. a certain thing. And that's a really nice thing to play with, especially like with vocals, for instance. Yeah. So you can get a little bit of, um, you know, just uh-huh. widens it up because it, it sounds a little bit different on this speaker than this speaker. So it gives you this like stereo field. And a lot yeah. of times my vocals are layered. I'll have two of me singing or three. Well, a lot of times it's like four or five of me. Like but
0: There's this song by Maji um, Jordan where it kind of goes like, Ooh, Ah,
1: uh,
2: Ooh, Ah, uh, Okay. Uh,
0: Ooh, Ah, uh-huh. and it, you know, it and it kind <laughs> of was amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it, it, it your demonstration of, was super on point.
0: <laughs> and that's like what people love is panning. Yeah, 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 like panning. That yeah, panning. Yeah, you will, yeah. will
1: mess it around with people's expectations, right? Something surprising again. Okay, so you can pay really attention to this the audio
0: engineering on both the left and the right at specific
1: frequencies. Okay, so uh-huh. the way I would explain it is this. Yes, so let's say I took, are we back? Yeah, so I took this thing, I wanted to duck out just this frequency when the vocals coming in yep. and then i only want that to happen to the side information okay and then it's just bananas okay and so I so i'm gonna do like so with my vocals for instance Interesting. i would have like if this was a vocal side chain setup i would have probably probably less of a this is a pretty well no that's 58 that's probably fine i might have something that looks like this like there would be in all of these would be wow dynamic and they would all be specific to like so the mids I'd want more mid range I'd want more center feeling information of my lower voice to come right right in between your eyes right that 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 like provides a lot of presence something in the middle like your kick drums your voice you kind of want it to really you want to really feel it okay. coming oops sorry yeah. coming through the middle and then you kind of uh, are playing with people to get uh, this bigger feeling but you want the potency oh, boom yes. so I'm gonna oh. punch you right down the middle with the lower part of my voice okay and I'm gonna make the track duck, right, so that that can happen, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna knock out, um, or actually, so it'd be the opposite, sorry, it, it's this a little comp kid, but I'm gonna take the side information out of that area so when my voice starts happening, it's getting rid of, or no, sorry, no, I would keep that mid. My bad, my bad, I'm getting okay, ahead of okay. myself. i okay. punched the mid out of the track so more of the mid of the vocal comes through. So, okay. I'm, gonna, so I'm gonna diminish okay. it here, yes, yes. and then let it come through. Um, wow. For that portion, and then something like with these, like with this area, probably somewhere in like a thousand, maybe. This is kind of like that telephony sound of your voice, like where it, you know, the the thousand hertz is kind of where it, it's like it. Like if you just had the thousand hertz area boosted a lot, it would sound like you were on an old crappy kind of telephone. Okay. It's that like it's that it's like that pretty cutting part of the voice. Um, okay. I might drop some of that out of the stereo field, yeah, and try to get that in the middle a little bit too. Okay, okay. And then maybe I would push. So I could get more of the high information way up here. I'd want more of that maybe in the stereo. So the little sprinkly high stuff, that's catching your ear over here. Yeah. And the more clear parts of the voice are going right, right down, the, down middle the middle, hitting you. And 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 it's all playing against the music. It's warping. So everything's mushing together, mixing together. Yeah. You know, mixing. Wow. And it's, and it's really helping us maximize that full, full, full cup without... Having to spill over and distort.
0: Interesting. So right. this is usually what. So so P, audio engineers that focus on mixing are really specialists in EQ.
1: Oh yeah. Is well 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 the whole somewhat? thing. So reverbs EQ, any any okay. plugins. Um, tons of there's tons of techniques. But yeah. And and that's the thing that's a little bit tricky is like yeah now we can do all this stuff but we're still competing with guys that only makes him been only mixed their entire life that I will yeah. never be able to touch. Same thing I was saying about Anthony Baldino. Yeah. I will never be able to catch up with that guy in terms of Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to. Like thing. man, yeah. yeah, it's it's so crazy. So, so in a
0: sense you're doing more of a you're doing like a vertical stack of artist artistic capacity whereas uh, someone else like maybe anthony has has kind of monopolized a horizontal space of being able to do that specific. well
1: well him specifically he does a lot of stuff he as does well oh no stuff. he's yeah. a great composer his music some people a do just yeah the yeah, horizontal yeah right right, space. yeah okay. totally i mean and, and i think you want to
0: go the full stack for your abilities
1: right so yeah. i think my art and again my entry point Intel this demands that I can do all this myself for sure so right so likewise right Right. yeah yeah Yeah. so so another people their entry point they don't need all the other stuff like you know I I just want to mix or even mastering engineers or even that's even another crazy breed of people like they take after the mix is done they just take the stereo bounce so you have all these tracks you bounce it down to just a song file what's on the right speaker what's on the left speaker that's it they take that file just just that amount of information. And they do a whole other process on top of it to make it even sound better. And that those yeah. people go nuts. So they're, they're the ones that have like you know, they'll have these concrete pillars going fifty feet into the ground that is completely isolated from the rest of the facility and those are their speaker stands. Like what? yeah, nuts. Like 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 million like multiple million yeah, dollar yeah. like spaces just to wow. get the every little last thing perfect. So
0: Yeah, I love going into this um, level of nerd because I think it it gives a more um, nuanced uh, engineering perspective because it's usually when you just plug in um, the headphones and click play on your um, Spotify or YouTube song, um, usually you're not um, diving into it's important to to know these to know these depths. Now, we actually wanted uh, to play It's Yours. Do we want to show anything with the first minute of it's yours, um, or just play
1: it. I mean, yeah, so basically, this this could show you a little bit of, um, th- like, this is just a good example, again, of, um, and, the, well, and it's, so, yeah, I'll preface this song a little bit. So, okay. one, it was really cool. Um, I was at my mother's house um, in Arizona. She'd recently moved to Arizona. I was out visiting her. I had this laptop. Um, you know, it was, like, the day was over. I was messing around trying to get a song and I didn't have a microphone with me, whatever. So I'm singing into this laptop. Mm. And it was really interesting because, obviously, terrible microphone, right? Mm. I'm capturing not of quality yeah, audio. Yeah, 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 And so this whole intro was all recorded on a laptop microphone. Mm-hmm. And actually, a, th- um, a through sound in the song is is also that. But I I've, I've put it through a vocoder. I did all this stuff. So, namely, even with... Really low fidelity recordings. Now, I took all of my tools and kind of challenged myself to be like, okay, how can I, like, can I make this sound of fidelity, even yeah. though it was recorded on a freaking, you know, yeah. like I don't uh, know, 2011 yeah. laptop microphone, you know, that's probably yeah. been damaged, right? Like yeah. it sounded like garbage. And um
0: interesting, so that was a challenge for you to do. Yeah,
1: so, well, yeah. well, I that's really cool. liked what happened. And i was like i'm not going to be able to recreate this with my good microphone at home yeah. and besides like that moment's not now now is now Sounds i wanted right, like yeah. what can i do and i yeah. and again i was on that like minimal viable product i was like no i want to get to the end of this song i don't yes. want to wait until i'm in front of my better equipment yes so i showed up back at home with a finished song and going through the process and this one was hard i gotta say like this one stumped me i spent more time and it's still not finished to be honest but this makes yeah it was it was like a task, but you know I learned a lot and I'll be able to like take those skills with me and it came out super creative and it's something yeah you know there, there's no other way I could have gotten to something exactly. that sounded like this unless so that's, you did it this way right that's so, so like cool. yeah so that was kind of a fun part of it too Excellent. but but yeah this is this is an example of using all of those techniques and yeah seriously going hard on the EQ to get something to sound like. or, or at least compelling.
2: Just the pain we shared I mistook
0: Dude. Boom.
1: Wow. Yeah, so that was super fun. And
0: So in that drop, you were mentioning, right, that there's a...
1: Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, so like yeah. that kind of that, that I, I mean, basically, it's it's taken the space of like a, a synth lead line, right? It's actually my voice just through all these processes. Yeah. And, and that was another cool thing, too, is it, it forced me to learn a lot of um, plugins I hadn't used yet. Because I don't, you know, I don't have a lot of my high-powered plugins on this laptop. I can't run them, so I downloaded all the Ableton, like the free Ableton plugins, like all the add-on kind of stuff. And they have a, you know, this kind of vocoder that does what it does. I mean, it's not of, you know, it's, again, it's not like a super um, heavy hitter, like big plugin, but it does what it does in a really interesting way. And I just was utilizing that, and like I just started stacking up all these um, these plugins that were really lightweight and you know i had on the road with me and then i came up with that and then obviously when i got to the bigger rig i was able to like massage it more with some better plugins but but again i would have never like yeah. like i would have never come up with that melody too that's the other yeah. thing that's really yeah. fun is like i never would have played that you know like i never would have come up with that that's in in that yep. you know in that timing like it su- it's like super kind of off time it's like yes, super weird yes, but yes. They, but then it's but it's per- like it's oof, you know like it's the wabi-sabi the it way, is, it's that it's that secret sauce. That's it's that, secret, spice, it's that spicy sauce. sauce. Yeah,
0: <laughs> because if, if when when you go too hard into the perfection territory, um, you actually, uh, in a sense, you miss out on the creativity of the imperfection, which is super interesting.
1: Well, and that's been, and I think that's been, an, uh, yeah, that's been like a very
0: poignant theme of um, artists' lives. Yeah,
1: one. Well, it's been a really interesting challenge or like thing for me to cope with, is like this getting super loose and creative and doing something like that but then having to like again put on the whole other hat and i think in the past a lot of musicians just got to be like super crazy all the time and then the engineers (laughs) and the mixers like were the ones that were like okay the nerd the new nerd crew is going to show up you guys come come you know like make this insane mess of creative fun stuff and then we'll do all the hard work of like that and i mean of course it'd be awesome if i like could just be like oh yeah here's here's a hundred thousand like you know i'm gonna pay for the production of a justin bieber song and just show up and sing but i don't know i kind of i kind of like the fact that that was never an option for me and now i have to do it this way
0: what what happened is now you have what what i would say is like the you have the vertical uh As is said, like 10,000 hours of mastery. And because you now have that, this acts as your foundation, which then moving forward, it's like everything you touch in the future, every person that you work with in the future is going to know that you've been in their shoes doing that specific style. That's yeah. really important for the process. Well,
1: it's it would be fun, like, if and when I get to that space, like, I will at least know how to communicate really well and, like, collaborate with those people, hopefully. Um, but I don't know if I'll ever need to. I mean, I think, like, somewhere like Skrillex has seemed to be able to just kind of leapfrog that whole process. Yeah, like, he does sure. everything himself. Yeah. And he's, I mean... He's probably like the Jimi Hendrix of the computer. I mean, at least that I know, like, that we know of yet. He's such a shredder. Like, such a shredder. When you go back and listen to that stuff, it's just like. And there's so many people like that, but I think he really separated himself with just how good the actual music part was, too. Like, how fun it was to listen to, how catchy it was, how, like, digestible it was, as, like, kind of pop music, really. Like, it kind of.
0: Would you say, like, Avicii's also.
1: Oh, absolutely. He passed. Absolutely. But but I, I would interesting. Yeah, and he was he was pretty shred he was pretty shreddy, but I think there was something about that like insane EDM, like all those crazy drops sure. and all those crazy sounds exactly. and just like the yeah. complexity there. Um and it well and, and maybe I should yeah, and I'm sure like I can imagine the comments people being like, "Well, you didn't you haven't you clearly haven't heard of this guy or whatever." So, and I'm not like an expert yeah, in that yeah, yeah. space of music anyway, but um, definitely got to give him mad props to um, Skrillex. Yeah. Oh, and and, I, and no shade on Justin Bieber, by the way. I know that, that kid was, works super hard, yeah, and like totally. I'm not saying like Likewise, I'm yeah. not saying oh he just like shows up and like all. I know he has his you know all the stuff he has yeah. to deal with, and he can dance and he can do all you know. Totally. he's yeah. he has a whole other set of things. It's always
0: it's always funny watching um, people because I I was also in the same shoes maybe like five plus years ago where I was kind of like very um, just like creating some sort of like a judgment about someone and when you really have to take your time to deeply immerse yourself in their entire trajectory like their whole roots their essence and their fruits in order for you to even grasp a tiny taste uh so it's it's very hubristic to try and make some sort of a claim about somebody's Yeah.
1: Well, absolutely. Well, and I think, and I think, like, back to the entry point thing, it's like, what a bizarre thing to diss someone on. Like, oh, your entry point into, like, making you feel connected on this planet. Um, is dumb, you know. Like, what is that? Like, Justin yeah. Bieber clearly found his entry point. That's right, and he's killing it. Like, That's my, right. like for for sure. And That's mine right. just happens to be different. So I, when when I brought up his name, it's just it was literally just an example. Of and it's it. more
0: about inspiring people to find their entry points of uniqueness. Of course, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And do it however, do whatever works. I think you know, like you know, like, like with singing, it's really interesting. It's like your best voice is the, you know, well, most people describe your best voice as whatever comes most naturally to your body. Like mo- like most vocal vocal coaches, that's yeah. what they're gonna lead you down the path of is again trial and error figuring out yep. what feels the best and like what's the easiest to, you know, not strain yourself. That generally exactly. is what sounds the best too. Yeah. Like nine times out of ten. You For know.
0: me it's something like this. <laughs> and it's not that stressful oh my god and it makes me feel so uh, great you're
1: making me fall in love you're hilarious bro i love you i, I do have, you're so good like I you're so good on fun. all these different levels and uh, it's well. so fun and i love how they excited you get like it's they so do fun do just like be around you because you're just like yep, yeah, okay and then we're gonna do this and we're doing the thing yes. bop, bop, bop. Bop. here we go moving moving
0: like, and I'm now like now we're I... gonna talk about consciousness yeah it's funny <laughs> we can do it all that's the thing we can do it all and there's no there's never any like worry about Oh my gosh! How am I gonna be perceived because I did this? Ooh, ah, uh, yeah. Ooh. No, one well, of no you words. take
1: yourself no. too seriously, yeah. and like you can't just have fun. Exactly. It's like I just feel I'm like ah, oh, you poor thing. Like that sucks. Like that must be yeah. tough you to be all like thing. wound up that tight. Like exactly. you know, again, not to diss Thank their you. entry point. Maybe their entry point is to be like the most rigid person yeah. everywhere. But I don't yeah. know. I, I that's been far and few between. That like super rigid people that aren't happy. They, they don't feel like I feel like maybe they're. Still getting there on the entry point part, but anyway, yeah,
2: yeah, it's and kind we, of almost we, an indicator we, we that they're not quite well. We that's the
1: only thing we on get. Entry that, points, oh, no, 100%. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, and, and again, and the, the nutrients for the seed
0: to get to the entry point, we yeah. need to help on that kind of sustainable development goal level for well, basic needs like yeah. water, no poverty, totally. zero hunger things. No, yeah.
1: totally. Well, and I think, and again, last thing I'll say on that is just, yeah, some people that. You know maybe deserve love the least need it the most so like be nice to people even if they're kind of mean to you like give just give them an extra benefit of the doubt like go that extra thing to be like yep. okay they're being a dick i'm gonna take a breath and instead yes. of lashing back out yes. them i'm just gonna be like all right man like my bad and then see what happens yes like see yes. see like what yes. like nine yeah. times out of ten they're gonna be like oh my bad like no that was just and then that's like yep. a good wholesome moment for both of you you know and like if and I it doesn't may. cost anything.
0: If I may, yeah. even go as far as on your complete pole of that would be you know, trying to channel Christ consciousness, Buddha consciousness, Lao Tzu consciousness, Confucius mm-hmm. level consciousness, highest morality, highest ethics, highest spirituality, highest butterfly effect of the most possible benevolent beingness at every moment of your life on the highest pole. And if that kind of is part of the... If that is part of the North Star, along with your unique artistic gift, game over. You are going to win at everything. Period. So,
1: yeah. man, I just, I just realized what I probably sounded like trying to describe the EQ. That was that was a mouthful, man. That was cool though. I, I, yeah, I can't wait to talk to you more. Like we have so Likewise, much to talk right? to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know we and had to keep, we have a oh, lot to sure. create oh, yeah, on. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. and again, like I think, um, just I'm sure that people that you kind of like manifest in your life or, like have around. i'm I'm, like totally curious to meet all of them and i'm sure they're it's going to be yeah worthwhile yeah there's
0: again like it's so interesting because some sometimes people like people um like use the word like synchronicity or they um they sometimes fall into nihilism where none of it is synchronous and none of it has meaning but to me there even the word synchronicity itself I think everything has a meaning and everything has a purpose and it's all beautiful and it's all true. And in a sense in this case where it's like why is Zebulon Kroll the the second show in LA? Why is Zebulon Kroll the first artist in LA? It's not to me it's not an accident. It's not nihilistic. Well, I'm to not me, do, I'm not doing it for second
1: it, place, so I'm glad I'm the first. Yeah. That's
0: <laughs> that's right. That's right. And and for me it it has a lot of deep meaning in the field of what you know what, you're doing what you're bringing to our world, um, and where your visionary mind is at with, with things and uh, music production, and also with uh, the synthesis of where we can create because we talk about this a lot on the program is like becoming mimetic gods, uh, becoming the world's best animators, becoming the world's best anthology and documentary creators, where there's just this. There's this. Everyone comes to simulation to be able to package the most complex thing, like CRISPR-Cas9. How can you package that into a one-minute video and send that out to a billion people around the planet in a way that really excites them on an animation level? But the animation requires the music, and yeah. that's why this is. There's so many things to collaborate on and, and create on. I mean, it's it's, it's endless. To, what we're going to be doing.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. no, we're, we lit Renaissance time. Baby. Renaissance like we we're, we're so lucky and people are like, "Oh, this is such a... am like, "Yeah, there's a lot of hard things, but like I just try to focus on the, how exciting this shit is. Like this is insane." Yes. Like and I know for a fact, like in 50 years they're going to look back on this time and be like, "These kids were so lucky. Like they had yeah. it, they had they were at the yeah. like the ground floor of like this insane There's one change.
0: more layer on top of I think where we're going which is that it's going to become more of the like kind of mixed reality creative and when when that happens what's going to happen is the same way that we use the devices right now to manipulate the eq and this evernote file and the tricaster and entering the videos it's just going to be a little bit more kind of like in the mixed reality environment just kind of like click drag drop sort add creative spin add coloration um voice using voice uh you know doing the location agnosticism with talking to other people on the creative project delivering that to billions of people with the click of of a faster with higher bandwidths neural links all this type of stuff so there's kind of the next layer which you gave the computer information technology layer the mixed reality neural link augmentation layer is like kind of next for
2: well
1: and and well and how crazy is that gonna be it's like i feel like maybe by the time we kind of burn out um all these new tools we've just gotten and you know like we're still kind of in this awkward stage and we're still like learning how to maximize them but you know who knows by that time yeah like if like we were saying on the phone too last night if if we really get to that like they plug you in and you're like in the matrix there's no air there's no limitation on your ears like, what the fuck is that music gonna sound like and who gets to make that music complete body orgasm who know yeah, yeah like what is that what is it who even knows how in to, and, and what tools are you gonna use yeah. to design that yeah. music like man it, who knows but um it is exciting too but i'm almost like i kind of want that to like i want a lot of time with these new tools like i kind of yeah. am like i hope yeah. that doesn't happen too soon because yeah, i don't want to yeah. have to relearn everything And are like okay now we're done with speakers now it's all about like Getting into this virtual reality and like building the music that exists in this space, like that'll yeah, be a ugh. yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm ju- yeah. Yeah. I already did enough work. I wanna. I just I just hope this lasts for a little longer. Like give me yeah. ten years with this, and then we can do whatever you want said um, the truck driver yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah oh
2: god oh the poor truck drivers dude oh it's
0: gonna be know. rough so we'll so, figure it out yeah we'll we it out. Uh, being adaptive is the one of the highest traits of yeah, biological to, success so right, right, we need right, to adapt right, yeah, and, yeah. And, and i don't want to Skill and all these types of things and i'm
1: not so. afraid of it like and if it did happen tomorrow i'd be like okay let's put on the work gloves whatever but yes um we'll see what happens
0: i wanna we're two hours in we'll Jeez. kind of we'll kind of move on on these uh, last couple subjects okay um so something that's really beautiful that um that you've embarked on which i have also done um m- many times and 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 do it i aim to do the three-day fast monthly and it's oh, been a right, lot right. of fun okay. and And I've done one five-day. I haven't done 10. You did 10 days of just water. Yeah. And I think it's very beautiful um, to be able to kind of drop into ketosis, uh, burn fat um, as a source of energy, basically uh, do some sort of like hardcore autophagy inside of your body where all these more um, pathological components intracellularly that are are starting to be dysfunctional can – yeah, it can be kind of eaten up and, and, and dissolved and therefore Only the you, strong right? survive.
1: Only the strong survive. Only the strong survive. And
0: you related that also to to shadow, which is really interesting. So, yeah, so walk us down the 10-day the fast path.
1: Sure. Okay, well, and it started with a few shorter ones. In, in college, I did, like, the cleanse where, you know, you, you were able to do, like, lemon juice, cayenne pepper, and uh, what was it, syrup, maple syrup. So I'd also had experience there. I did that for 15 days and we did a really slow, um, like refeeding off of that. So pretty much 20 days without normal food intake. Um, but that that was different and it was fine, but I think I'm a big proponent of the water fast just cause it's crazy how it makes me feel. Um, and I do think there's something, and again, to each his own. And I know there's a lot of controversy on this. Like I've watched documentaries where people are like really upset about it. They're like, this is so dangerous and you're taking your life in your own hands and all this stuff. And I think it always goes back, and it, anything in nutrition, it always goes back to like what works for you, and like it, you know, you kind of really have to, yeah, because I don't think there's a big enough test group on most studies to be like every human on the planet should eat this and do this. It's like I don't mm-hmm. know, um, but
0: microbiomes are very personalized.
1: I, well, well like. and again, and I'm not, I, I'm not an expert. This is just what works for me. Like obviously, yep. consult your doctor, <laughs> whatever. But <laughs> yeah, I did, I did uh, two three day water fasts was kind of this ramp up then i did an eight day and then eventually the 10 day um and it was amazing like it it really felt like i was burning off like these old cells that like wanted sadness and wanted alcohol and wanted me to smoke cigarettes more and more yeah. and like you know and like all yeah. this like wanted me to stay in the trailer park basically wow. you know they're like these wow. little teeny pieces of like you know they're like little fiends you know and they yeah. they kind of and i've I've heard people describe ourselves as like one of the smallest forms of our consciousness because they do have an impact on us and they do crave things yeah. and yeah killing all those guys off was like it, and i and you know it's a continuous process it's not like it's some silver bullet and i'm done and i'm cured or anything but i think for me personally it was like super beneficial um yeah i just shed a lot of like weight and garbage and and in bad feelings and like, oh, I just shed a bunch of crap. Yeah. Um, and, uh, y- yeah, that, you know, there's this talk in my, f- um, in my family. And like, we, we kind of talk about like, yeah, th- th- there's this thing we're trying to move out of, especially with my cousin, Tyler, we, s- we speak about this stuff a lot. And it's like, we're trying to move out of this, this space and get to the, you know, get to the better zone. Um, yeah. and, And it's almost been described as like you know there's some kind of curse or this repeating you know almost like the um the the whole bruce lee dragon thing you know like your family's stuff kind of follows you you know there's like this and science calls it epigenetics okay so there you go so i think yeah, and we – so there's that and, and just and just my own past even. Just, you know, like just trying to burn off my own past, yep. let alone like the curse of my family or I something. I
2: love
0: the way that you talk about literally the cells themselves having some sort of very like micro-level consciousness where there's this proclivity for them to want like cigarettes or alcohol or well, cannabis, And depression or and sadness. Depression Yeah, anxiety. Yeah, well, because
1: well, all those chemicals that come wow. out of your brain like feed that desire of those cells and like, yeah, they definitely have – addiction or you know or like yeah. they have a need for so whatever so yeah it it's uh yeah whew, it's yeah that's a that's a whole other level of all that stuff and it's tricky because yeah it's it's just weird i mean we're walking around in these like animal meat sacks like it's yep. so strange. like our existence is like so bizarre to me yep. you know i feel like it makes so much more sense if we were like this i don't know like energy creature just, or like or yeah, even a robot would like, make energetic. more sense to me like this weird like yeah, it's it's interesting that our physicality is what it is, but um,
0: which is funny because a lot of spiritual people say that well, I am just spirit, or I am sure. I am just that energy, and that this physical meat vehicle is something that is. You know, it's funny because I always say simultaneity. You have to be the biological meat suit, and you have to be the spirit in and the essence of the sure, soul. Sure, sure. And if you kind of synthesize those two, that's really where you can kind of knock home runs out
1: well yeah one well, it's interesting too like in a really concrete way like if you if you gain control over your body you know you see those people being able to you know have a lot more ease with succeeding in the other venues like That's if you right. you know like like i've never seen like a super you know uh jacked guy that like can't you know um achieve you know running down the block or like do, you know i don't know like he there's there's success in that space or, or or even maybe it's not even super jackass. i want to get this right like if you can control yeah even okay like let's use your example of um like the kind of guru person okay so maybe they're not like super fitness person but it's like they gain control of their body and that allows yeah. the, 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 their full brain space to you know whatever else they're trying to delve into yep. and i think that's huge i mean even in simple stuff like i make sure i'm really comfortable when i'm working i make sure like just anything i can do to to like hoard my brain space so i can put all of it into the music that's right it's a it's it does it adds up like it really adds up and the weird i mean and it's that's why the phone has to be powered off it has to be put away all that stuff stuff. there's all kinds of things and people have all yeah and like i love how sports you know so many sports people have like all these little ceremonies and stuff that they do and like these superstitions and like Whatever it takes, man. Like whatever it takes for you to protect your brain space and your focus. So when you're out there, your peak Peak performance performance, level like do it. Like absolutely
0: fasting's totally in that sphere. So yeah. Give it give it give it a go. Um, you know, try and and uh go against the cultural norm of eating three meals a day. Try and fast for a day if you've never tried it before. Uh it's really awesome. It's worth a shot to if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It might not work for you, so just give it give it a go, exactly um we'll 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 save a vast majority of this for when we um sit down again on the program because we've we talked about this with evan for like two hours uh yesterday on the show specifically about consciousness yeah um so when we get you back on especially as we do more like group dynamic settings on these discussions um in general what would you say you think is the nature of consciousness
1: yeah so huge question um basically what i've been doing now and this will be like easy to do like as a shorter answer so we don't spend a bunch more time but at the moment right now i'm using my consciousness or like using that when i'm feeling like i'm being very conscious right like when i'm like really engaged or whatever um and, and I'm kind of focused there, it's all about romance. So, like, I boiled it down, and I've really been focusing on that, like, probably Would for the last... Would you say that that's
0: analogous to flow, romance and...
1: So, the way I define, so the way I define romance for myself, um, at least at the moment, and, like, how I'm trying to, like, explore with it or, or kind of experiment with that idea is it's all about an idea that I'm going to remember this moment. So, trying to make something, yes, yes, yes. Um, cultivate you know, uh, an activity or, you know, especially when I'm locked in and making music, that's obviously something I hope I'm going to remember those moments. So yes. like pushing myself to be conscious enough to the point where it's like really landing into my like hard drive and staying there. Um, and I think it's kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm playing with it a lot and I'm realizing it's like a feeling, but it's also, um, it's also like a task, you know, it's like you have to kind of actively, hold that yeah, I um you know there's a lot of stuff to it and in um the, the main times it happens to me is like when i'm singing is a really fun time because i'm like way out in the space like just trying to grab the perfect phrasing and and it's just enjoyable you know and like and i'm just hearing the music through my headphones and i'm in this like quiet room and it's and, I, and then, yeah and, I'm, and it's just kind of it, And I I usually, like, sing in loops. So, like, I'll sing the same phrase over and over until Mm. it's just perfect. Mm. And then I'll save that, and then I'll do it again and do it again, layer it, and then move on and, like, kind of do it in steps. And so it's, like, this really, like, slow, you know, take it at your own pace and just really, like, getting into it um, and letting that perfect take, like, just come to me and not, like, Mm -hmm. fight for it or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And then, obviously, romance and, you know, like, with another person. Like, that stuff to me is, like, so... It's so huge. Like, yes, it's like, it's, yes. it's, it, cause, cause I think we're all gonna die, right? Like, the Grim Reaper is over here, but I think a lot of people forget he's also like running at you. Every time you're forgetting something, it's kind of like you're dying in this other direction. Mm. And so, I've always been interested in trying to combat that and try to be like, no, 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 wait a second. Like, I wanna live in a way where not only I'm getting these accomplishments done, but I'm, I'm remembering them and the, in the, I'm, I'm giving them enough, um, meaning or an importance to me that, I'm not just giving it away to the to the devil, or you know, giving it away to to the grim reaper. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. just whatever. It's not important.
0: Like, so it's in a sense, it's cultivating such romance with your moment to moment existence, right? Uh, which a lot of uh, peak performance people call flow. Like, you're in so see, okay. immersed in that. Calling. Um, that romantic moment-to-moment beingness, artistic expression that you're doing, you're so in that flow state that then conscious experience, rather than becoming something that is like stressful or becoming something that you forget, is something that you basically, everything is saved as a really
1: beautiful- Easier said than done. Easier said than done. But this is
0: the essence of where you were kind of taking, potentially, some of the thoughts on the nature of consciousness for sure. Yeah. 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 So
1: we'll, we'll, and like, so and instead of, and I guess the, the reason I gave you that answer is because that's what I'm doing with it now. And maybe, like you said, maybe next time we talk, we can go more into like the different things. Consciousness yeah, yeah. can be for me, but at the moment I'm really trying to just have that be my number one. Yes. Um, kind of uh, attention to it or, or, or
0: imagine a world where everybody has a deep, profound sense of cultivated romance and flow with their artistic process yeah that's stuff right there. well
1: and i think i think it would be it'd be great for a lot of reasons i mean i think the more people take their time um seriously and the more they care about the more you care about stuff the more you feel like you have something to lose the more you feel like you have something to lose the less risky dangerous yeah. mean yeah, yeah. you know the less you're just gonna flop around and be like oh well screw that guy boom 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 i'm gonna go yep, go yep, to yep. war no 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 you're like whoa 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 this is all really important like yeah. we gotta really we gotta really cherish all this yes like that's such a i think that's, that's such gonna difference. be Agreed. yeah and and again yeah. easier said than done and like yeah you know and i've had this conversation and the last thing i'll say i've had this conversation with a lot of people with like you know do you ever think we're going to get to a world where there's the, the, like sans war like where we can actually abandon that as yeah, an institution peace, and stop, yeah, yeah and stop yeah, blowing each other up yeah. so many people are like no way and i'm like come on man like you have why? to believe in world peace in order to get the well, and i think yeah. and i think i think why is it so crazy to believe like we're still gonna have problems we're just gonna have new different problems that are like you know way less yeah. exploding people problems, yeah, <laughs> which yeah, will be yeah. really nice because like that shit's got we got to cut that out like we got you know, we, we, we abolished slavery. Yes. Right? Yes. I know we, we still have all these problems.
0: Moved our ethics more and more towards maximizing well being and flourishing. And
1: it's, yeah, yeah. and it's going to take, and that's the other thing. They are yeah. like, well, I don't see it happening in our lifetime. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. But the idea that it could happen, like, we have to, I think we got to push for it. Because, yeah, maybe it's not going to happen. Maybe it's going to take 10,000 years Absolutely. for it to happen. But shouldn't that be, like, such a thing we get rid of? It's just, it doesn't work. Yeah. It's a this broken institution. In, just
0: get rid of it. Indigenous people focus a lot on, in different cultures around the planet, on something like a seventh generation principle. Sure. So, and so if you really do think on a world peace level, trying to get everybody to a state of where their nourish, their roots are fully nourished with their basic needs so that they can actualize their s- states of cultivated yeah. romance and flow and, and fruits into the world, sure. then we can more easily attain some sort of like a world peace on a on a seventh generational level. So it's really about the architectures that we implement in this 2020 2021 on on beyond level that kind of ensure that the future trajectory is most benevolent and fruitful
1: Well, i think it's you know and i think if it doesn't pass the love test it's not going to be sustainable you know like if it's not coming from a place of love and you're, you're dust and i think um since we're wrapping up um I wanted to tell the story about. So we're gonna end the the. We are. We're gonna outro with uh, your song called Dreams, Dreams. Yeah. and and that's coming out. That's yeah. gonna. So this is like. What were we gonna say? What were we saying? This is. Oh, this is the world premiere. Or the, <laughs> this is the world premiere. <laughs> it's coming out right now. No, um, but it, it's coming it. out. Um, I'm gonna drop it on YouTube on Tuesday. Sorry, I just got to that sound. Beow, 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 beow. <laughs> <laughs> Marco. yeah yeah um but uh comes out comes out tuesday just on youtube um there'll be you know there'll be another little teaser with it to promote it um and uh yeah i don't know when i think i might let this one ride and just drop it with the album but a few people are on me they're like nah man like get this thing out on spot get it out everywhere like asap so i might do it that way we'll see but you know if you if you follow me like that's the other thing follow my stuff and then i'll keep you updated
0: yeah so all right beautiful let's uh we'll we'll outro so we have um we have guys we like this is a awesome epic convo like
1: just absolutely i loved it likewise yeah absolutely
0: i i'm i just i'm ridiculously impressed with the you know when, when Everything on the journey level, everything on the way that the gifts are being actualized and everything on like your your super high level awareness about like exponential technologies and where things are being taken in that front. So guys, all of Zeb's links are in the bio below. So in the bio, you can find the Spotify link, highly recommend that YouTube. You can watch a bunch of the good videos content as well with the music and then also his Instagram page. So you can find those links, go and follow him, support him, subscribe, follow on YouTube, and give the content a listen. And then uh, let us know your thoughts in the bio below, not, or in the comments below, let us know your thoughts about not only the episode, but let us know your thoughts about Zeb's music. So go and check it out. Maybe drop a comment about the music. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Yeah, yeah, always like feedback for sure. Yeah,
0: love to hear from you. And then uh, keep, supporting all of the artists the entrepreneurs the spiritual leaders the people in your communities that are trying to build the more beautiful future our hearts know is possible so support them help them flourish you can find all of simulation our shows links in the bio below go and build the future execute your dreams manifest them into the world we love you very much thank you for tuning in
1: are you ready for the last story i'm gonna tell them about the song Okay, Real Zeb
0: quick. is going to tell you about the song, and then we are going to play
1: "Dreams" and then end the stream. Okay, so this one's really special to me, right? So um, I'm like head over heels for this girl, like like, and it's really strange because like we're not hanging out a lot. She's super busy, so it's like kind of this disjointed relationship. But we're like super into each other. Um, it didn't work out, but it was like the kind of apex of that this like, and it was so weird because it was all this emotion that wasn't like, there was nowhere to put it because we weren't able to see each other because we were so busy. Um, so we, we were dreaming about each other a lot. Wow. Right. And um, I finally kind of bring it up and, it, you know, it felt a little corny or whatever, but I was like, ah, you know, I got a dream. She's like, that's funny. Like I did, I've, I've been dreaming about you too. And um, and basically, and I'll never forget how she said this. She says, you can't tell me. Because my family believes, my family, not me, but my family believes that if you tell someone about your dreams, then it won't, or your dream, especially if it's about them, it's not going to come true. Oh, wow. Um, and so the whole crux of this song yeah. is that I was having so many of them yeah. that I figured, okay, maybe I can tell you about a few of the dreams because all I need is one of the dreams to come true, and then we're, we're good. you know, Then everything's wow. perfect. Yeah. And again, it fell apart, and it didn't quite work out. But um, huh. I think that was a moment, like that was very much a moment of, feeling just like overdosed on romance yeah you know like in that time it was like there was so much of it and and it was all kind of imaginary you know because we didn't get it we didn't get to see each other in like the physical like barely at all like we, we probably were t- like in the same room six times over this relationship like very few times but it was you know it the visionary the vision you know the vision of it was there and it was so real it's like I didn't even need the other part, so that that and I think this song like kind of, so yeah, yeah. So this this one's like super special to me. This wow. is this is probably my favorite song on the album. So wow. I'm glad we're premiering it world, world premiere, right here. Wow. So feel the vibes. I love that. It's amount of meaning. It's, it's a lot of. It's song. a lot of romance in this one. This no one's dripping it. with it. So.
0: Love it. Yeah. All right, everyone. Much love. Enjoy dreams.
1: going to chill by the fire? That's That's right.